Hey. Hey. Whoa, welcome. Welcome to Dune Dudes. The only podcast about Dune by dudes. For dudes. Where your dudes broadcasting live from Dude Nation. Yeah. Dude Nation. This is another time when when you you know you uh, wish you were like a uh, you know morning radio. Host. I yeah. You got a soundboard in front of you. It seems like a fun job. It would be a fun job. It would be a fun job. It's it's um. Radio host is just like a professional podcaster, really. They were like the original podcasters, you know. They people do call them the original podcasters. That's where the idea came from, I believe. Yeah. And now it's like, now that's like small fish. Like like yeah. radio, it's like ra- radio walked so podcasting could run. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Every now and then I like get reminded that like as a podcast, like usually they'll like start the episode. Like we have our own traditions, right? Like we'll we dance. Do. Yeah. We do the theme song. Talk, you know, talk about some stupid shit for a bit. But like, I don't know. Like if you're just jumping in, there's, there, there's almost no chance at the beginning of whatever episode you're listening to that like, we're not going to say our names Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not even be clear that we're we're you know we might not even shout out the the name of the podcast itself like not not always you know, it, it's it's never like oh like it's not about informing the listener you know True. like there's assumptions that are made on our part that's like you're all you like you know why you're here yeah so just like cut the crap you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think. I think it's it it does streamline what radio did because with with radio you have all these regulations that are like but I mean broadcasting but I mean even other I mean you have even to say other your name, you have to say the station ID yeah oh right you you, you remember know, all that shit from your radio days I yep I do um yeah there are are other podcasts that that are 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 very um stringent on on doing everything properly. We we are not one of those podcasts. No, let me tell you. Nope, and you know, Shyalud help us if we uh, if we ever turn into that. It'll be a dark day, a sad day. Yes, it will. But I'll tell you what, we must so. be doing something right. We must be doing something right. I don't. I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure if we know that. Do you we, think we're doing something we, right? We're do oh, I mean, come on, we've lasted this long. I think we're doing something right. Well, we've <laughs> yeah, we've lasted this long, but not we're not like sustained by a listener. We got we got or, like two hundred, we almost two hundred Twitter followers. You know, we're doing. I think yeah, doing, yeah. Must be doing Did you the, right. the last the last tweet that uh, that we made? That's our our highest amount of likes thus far. Nearly wow. three hundred likes. I didn't pay attention. What was that? Did you check? Did you check that out? I think we're at like two hundred ninety likes, like thirty retweets. Wow. That's our that's our biggest number so far. But I only got like 
literally three followers from it or something. Really yeah, thought that's... they would broaden. Uh huh. It, it doesn't our, always our work account. like that. Yeah, we're it at one eighty six. Which is pretty good. I mean, yeah, pretty solid. Yeah. Pretty solid. Pretty good. I don't know. I, th- I feel like we could definitely get to two hundred by the end of the year, but maybe push push for uh, kind of you know push for some more viral tweets by uh by by the movie. Yeah. By the twenty second. I I mean I think once Dune hits, you know, you get more people searching, mm. checking things out. I mean, yeah. we've we've kind of been joking, like we've joked for a bit about like oh riding that Dune wave, but I I can feel like we are we're out wading in the waters and the the pull of the tide is I I can feel it flowing past my dangling feet and it is. It is going backwards to form the wave which with 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 which we shall ride. Mm. I think we are. We're about to become big. We might we might be offered jobs as like radio morning. Uh, it's very DJs it's, and shit, it's you know? very possible. It's very possible. Um, all that water imagery, just like I, it made me want to call you Sea Child. <laughs> You know, I was like, "Hey, yeah, sea child knows about sea currents. Child. That's right. That's what my mom used to call me because my name starts with C. Yes, that's true. She, so I, I would true. be Sea Child. And the funny thing is, is the word child starts with the word the letter C as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I never got called CC. Oddly enough, I've been called I I have been called CC plenty of times, but just because. I used to frequent CC's Pizza, which is a pizza place. It's yeah. Pizza, oh my god, bar. I forgot. Yeah. You just you just unlocked a real memory for me. I remember going to CC's Pizza with you now, but yeah, I completely it, forgot uh, about that. Is the one in in the Guitar Center uh, yes. Plaza, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. When I worked at the Courtyard Marriott, I'd go there for my lunch break. Yeah. And, uh, just eat way too much pizza. Uh, yeah, that's such a weird throwback. But I, yeah, that is it. Yeah, but the pizza bar. And so I would just do it their takeout special, which you you get like a little box, and you can you can just like put as much pizza in there as as, as you can fit. And so I just like you fit a lot. I fit too. a lot. I just. I mean, in your in so your carb much. days, it was like, uh-huh. damn. I think I, I think the other I think the other C and CC stood for carbs. For you. Yes, agreed. Absolutely. Carb Connor CC. That, that was that was the true CC. Yeah, you know that that's that's like, you know, when people email me, they say, "Hey, can you CC me on that?" We're like, what? You want me to? You want me to? <laughs> you know? Carby up a little bit. I mean, is that just a yeah. pizza there? You want me to yeah, try, like, you're like, oh, hey, you know, uh, order a pizza pizza delivery to your house. Like, what <laughs> what are you trying to say? You'd walk into a CC's Pizza and you'd be like, "Hey, Carbe Diem." Right? Yeah, that that was my catchphrase. Yeah, that was my catchphrase. Uh, I, I I too was trying to figure out how to work in the email CC joke there, but you mm. you got there. You got I, there. I ended up there. You know, it you know wasn't the uh, the 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 smoothest path pathway to there, but yeah, I mean, it's I, fine. I made it. Hey, we're uh, speaking of rough paths. And technology and dumb and dumb shit. Well, we're going from let, let me quickly go from CC to FF, as in Follow Friday, Final Fantasy. Oh yes, 
which has nothing to do with what we're what we're talking about. But I literally not not like twenty minutes ago, man. Like just just before I fucking sat down to do this shit. Usually, just before I sit down to podcast, we are. I, I'm just finishing reading, but yeah. I actually read in a timely manner today. Were you off today? You, you just I was off today, today for Indigenous oh, Peoples Day. Yes, 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 yes. Nice. Yep. Just another perk of working within the education system. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I spent uh, some of that time today finally, finally figuring out how to um, uh, how to emulate games using my NES Classic, the little mini consoles. Um, and it, it's this is it's just nothing, nothing to do with what we're talking about, but. I'm so excited. I feel like I just need to tell the world because I had a lot of issues trying to get it set up and running smoothly. And I finally, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I've tried to do this, like, off and on for, like, months. Like, trying to trying to look in, into how to solve this. And I, I finally found a solution that worked for me. And, um, and I can finally play Final Fantasy 3 as it was kind of meant to be played with a fan... English translation. So, mm. so share I'm, share I'm with excited. us your your secret to how you got there, and also what it means. Uh, to it, emulate it, it means it means that um, games that that I don't actually own, I can download files for like pirating music, and then instead of putting that on like you know my iPod to listen to it's like i put it on my little tiny nintendo and then yes. i can play the video game mm. does that yeah so that makes sense it makes sense is 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 the 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 tiny nintendo is that like a game boy it's it it is meant to be like uh the original nintendo system that mm. came out in america the, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Uh, what, but it can't take cartridges? No, because it's it it comes preloaded with like twenty games or whatever oh, yeah, that yeah. are just on there digitally, yep, yep, and then yep, people yep. just kind of found out how to hack it and upload their own shit. Um, so, so yeah, so that's I did that. That's exciting. It's exciting. You could. It do, is exciting. Uh, you can do Mario. I can. Mario, well, what does that what does that mean? I can Mario do Mario. Kart? What does that mean? Okay. Just you, you just you know. <laughs> <laughs> you were so close. You were so close to just going for it, and you thought better of it. You were like, no, I don't want to get Chris Pratt's agents on our ass. You just fucking a Mario. <laughs> that's, so that's what I mean. Oh god! I'm sure with these, like you could emulate that, you know? Like, that's, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, emulate that ass. Oh you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, a hundred percent. Um, what do you got there? A Red Bull? No, it's a Red Thunder. Is that off-brand Red Bull? Yes, it's the Aldi's version of Red Bull. Wow. And I've got, so I've got the, the, the Red Thunder and I have, um, Diet Fago Cola. 
Oh my god. Yep. You know what they say, man? Where there's red lightning, there's red thunder. True. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Or I, I where think... should I have done that the other way around? I don't know. Yeah, well cuz yeah, I mean, because because we're referencing our our now defunct comic book imp- imprints, yeah, famous but red lightning one day, comics. One day it may just be funked again. I think it'll be. I think it, I think it's going to be funked back up. Yeah. Um, especially because there are comics coming in the pipeline mm. in the Krups mm-hmm. TV universe. There are comics. Actually, coming. actually, funked back up would be a great name for a magnificent Cunningham's comic. Yes, yes. Um, Funk's back up. Bertram's band could be in like a battle of bands with a funk band. Yeah, and uh, and they could be end up you know being evil um, robots or something. You know, right? That'd be totally. Fun. There you go. Maybe that's the next one you should write. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't really do that anymore. But you are gonna do covers for us, right? For fun. I don't. I don't think you want me to. We, I'm not. My art's not good enough anymore. That's so. not true. You're a very talented artist. You're very. Thanks, you're, man. It's and you know I miss I miss the collaboration. I I I miss power to the max. I yeah. Got to revive that. If we were if we were living together or or, or near one another, I, I think I could see us just hanging out. We got uh, the David Lynch's Dune movie on in the background. Yes. Just sitting there, mm-hmm. throwing back some. Diet Fago Colas and hell yeah, spice coffee. Yeah, yeah. just drawing shit together. Yeah, do that. I, I mean, maybe one day that world will be possible. Maybe when we're old men, I think, and 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 we're in the same, you know, retirement community. Yeah, we'll have time to uh, do do all the art that we want together. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Fifty more years. Can't wait! Can't wait to just be old. <laughs> can't wait to be an old man with you. Mm-hmm. Just living out the climate crisis. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We'll be, Anyways, uh, we'll be fucking. Uh... <laughs> we'll be... <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't mean fucking like. But I, I, I was just saying the word, and then it made me I mean, think of, like, fucking Mario. Like, I mean, I don't know. as old men, like, you get lonely, you know? And it's, like, not, yeah. it's not, like, about, like, your sexuality anymore. It's just, like, about companionship, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. in, in, like, climate crisis, like, there is a scenario where, like, you and me were, like, left alone. <laughs> like, there is, like, no other, you know, human beings around <laughs> us. And, like, we were old men, you know? Like, it wouldn't be beyond the pale. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anything, anything could happen. I'm a- sure, anything yeah. could happen. Yeah. So we'll 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 have our own soundboard as two lonely <laughs> radio DJs. Just no one's listening still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We 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 just we're, we we do a radio show every morning for the survivors of the climate crisis that they they yeah. don't ex- they don't exist or they they will they uh. won't pick up our frequency. <laughs> it's just very sad. What a- what a what a strange opening discussion. It's had. a good idea for a comic, though. You think? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Could call it radio. Radio head. What are you doing? 
Oh, oh no. God. <laughs> I spent too much Faygo today. I should have never. <laughs> I don't know. I usually don't think like, oh, man. we Like, I get that our thing is not editing things. I usually don't yeah. think like, we should edit this. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, we could consider it. This is a good could one. It? No, this We is, could this edit is, it a little bit or something. gold. This is okay. gold. Besides, Duncan decides what gets cut and what doesn't. It's not up to us. Right. Mr. Mr. from Idaho. Yes. Yes. And he, he he's back with us. He was away for a while on vacation. Um, he, he, he did botch the last episode. Um, it, so, well, you don't even have to talk about it because it's going to be unbotched well, by the time anyone ever listens to well, it. Well, I'm just saying that because he is on probation now. I see. We, we did have to put him on probation. Yeah. Uh, so he has to earn back our trust. Um, which is good. it's good. it's gonna be a long process, but I, I do think he'll get there. He he seemed sorry when he when I went, when I talked to him. He was, he was crying. Yeah, it was hard for him. It was. It was. This is really all he has. I mean, with a name like Duncan from Idaho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really only specialized and cut out for one thing. Yes, and you know, just so people are aware. He he's been fired from every other Dune podcast already, so yeah. you know we're like the last ones that we took him in. Out of pity, we were doing him a favor. We were, and now he's, you know, he's now now he's he's just loyal to uh, Dude Nation, yeah, undying loyalty to Dude Nation, yeah. I mean, he'll he'll probably serve us in some some form for the the next you know few millennia. Yeah, no, I mean, we are, we're kind of like the Bene Gesserit in that, like, you know, even, even if you fuck up, you know, it's kind of about, like, understanding, like, how, how to best use people to, like, fit into the, into the roles that they, that yes, they serve. Absolutely. You know? Um, yeah. So on that, on that note, I, let's, a, let's a go. I, I agree, Mr. Mario, but. One thing that I, I did just realize now is that I, I do imagine you to be Bel- – no, no, you to be Odrade. I'm Belanda, and Duncan is Duncan. Um, If we're comparing ourselves to the Bene Gesserit, you know. Right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, does that mean, given this – this most recent um, mistake of Duncan's, have you considered killing him? Yeah, I know. Killing I, him? I, I did, but remember you stopped me? Yeah. You were like, no, don't do that. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. He, he convinced me not to do it because he's very cunning and handsome. Yeah. True coast on his looks a little bit yeah but i mean when you look like duncan from idaho you kind yeah, of uh, I, you kind of get to right mm-hmm. i don't blame him one bit one bit by the way i'm uh i'm potentially finishing off this bottle this handle of chi chi's long island iced tea oh hell yeah yeah oh hell yeah you and me, brother, just some Long Island iced tea, <laughs> Red Thunder, and Diet Fago. Yeah, yeah. 
Wait. Uh, I gotta press the oh hell yeah button one more time on our soundboard before we go. Here okay, we go. all right. Click. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks for all you listening out there in Dude Nation. We're bringing uh, morning radio back in style. Yeah. Yep. All hey, right. for those who know, it never left, baby. Never left. All right, time to roll the theme song. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. One, two, three. She's, She's a, a chapter. chapter. House. House. All right. We're All in. Right. We're in. We're old pros. We are. We're, we're, we're just like broadcasting veterans at this point, you know? I, I feel really good about it. I saw a tweet today. Actually, I might I might go back and retweet it. I saw a tweet today saying like, if you're getting into a podcast or you want to like listen to a podcast that you haven't listened to before, it was like, do yourself a favor, don't listen to the first episode. Listen to like the most recent episode because it was it was all about how like chemistry and confidence and like skills yeah. like develop over time. Um you know, with like the hosts and all that and, and kind of like figuring out the structure and all that shit, which I mean, if this, if this opening has proved nothing else, I think it's that we are masters of our craft at the top at of our point. game at the absolute top of our game. This is like, we are like two tiger woods clones, like before all the scandal and stuff just like when he was known like solely for like being like the, the best yes before he cheated on athlete. his wife and yeah uh started sucking i guess um, yeah yeah we're tiger wood wood golas you know yeah yes we we're 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 like watching babe ruth in his prime we're like watching him no, it's like like so you and I are. We're, at, we're, 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 no, we're, we're not watching him. him. No, the people that are listening to our, the, to the show. Oh the, yeah, they're like l- listening to us is like watching Babe Ruth in his prime. Yeah. Yep. For all the baseball heads out there. Yeah, the great Bambino. The great Bambino. I've heard it said that uh babe ruth is kind of considered to be like the quizat's hatterack of baseball i've heard that as well yeah if you if you go to the cooperstown baseball hall of fame right next to to his plaque and everything in in just incredibly small letters you have to know it's there but it is there uh it it it, there's a a small notice there's a a small a, a note and it simply says the Quizats Hatterack of baseball. Wow, that's huge. And that's uh, yeah. I mean, people don't know, but that that is where Frank Herbert got that that phrase from, that title. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, directly influenced by Babe Ruth, and also they they call that you know because after Babe Ruth left the Red Sox. They, they they started sucking, you know, and so it's that it's the curse of the Bambino. That's what they call it, right? Right. And um, so it's I forget. I think it's in the it's it's in um the beginning of Children of Dune, right after you know Paul walks off into the desert and dies, and you know we're, yeah, we yeah. flash forward or whatever. Um, Stilgar actually coins the phrase, um. 
the curse of the Dune Dino. <laughs> and and that is the reference to that that's a direct reference to yeah. uh Babe Ruth's curse, curse of the Bambino. Exactly. The curse of the Dune Dino. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um I love when that gets brought back up later in God Emperor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. talking to Monio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it he he feels, you know, not burdened with terrible purpose, but with the curse of the Dune Dino. And exactly. Monio's just like, What the fuck are you t- what are you talking about? Um, and it's it, you might not connect those two things if, if you know if you if it's not fresh in your mind and, but and cool i love leto's response he says oh oh monio it's just some inside baseball <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> yep it's just inside baseball you wouldn't get it oh god um dude it's the 11th we're recording it's yeah. the 11th mm-hmm. uh 10 days yeah, it's just, oh my god, 10 days, yeah. Yes. We got 10 days. Yeah, and at this point, we would be either getting to the theater or there or on our way. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely on our way at this point, for yep, sure. Yeah, at least, at least. It's 9-11 right now, 9-11 yep. p.m., Yep. 10 p.m. showing in just 10 days. Yeah. And if I if I remember, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure we have nine chapters left. Two more episodes. Yeah. After this discussion, it does. It it's looking sparse. So I'm 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 like, do we actually have two full? I, nine nine chapters, I guess. Is is yeah? I guess that's uh. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, I think they're all. A lot of them are pretty small chapters. Yeah, okay. Like, when I went through, like, especially at the end, like, it feels like Herbert's writing, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, they're going to go pretty damn quick. Yeah. But it it might be worth splitting it up. I think it usually... So. I think it is. Yeah, I think it usually is. Um. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, truly, last thing before we, we dive in, but, I mean, like, 10 days, you and I have a show coming up Mm -hmm. we are going to be performing yes uh, as the band galactic static so true true that's our day that's going to take up time and this weekend uh just after that i'm going to be going to see my parents with tony and her parents are going to come up and we're kind of have like a little engagement party and stuff so cute so like Friday, Saturday, I won't be able to talk. Like maybe we do Sunday night mm. that night. Okay. Um, but but really, my point is, you know, we're gonna have two more episodes to do after this. Ten days, nine days, really, right? Because we're gonna like go to sleep tonight and shit. And we got some commitments in between. I mean, I, I we have it well in hand, but it's it's very much down to the wire. Yeah, any fumbles from here on out, and it's we're 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 done for. Yeah, um, we got to keep our eye on the ball, you know. And you've and you've been keeping me good. Like I even what was it just last night? I was like, oh yeah, I haven't really read. Maybe we do Tuesday instead. You're like, no man, Monday. Yeah, we yeah. got to stick with Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you, Connor. Thank you for being my watchdog. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. 
Okay, are we... We're, we're really ready to talk about Dune now, right? Let's get into it. Got all that weird Mario fucking out of, the, out of your system. I don't know, did, did you? <laughs> did she, I don't you know. I mean, I'm, You're the one that was talking that's about not your, what I was even trying your to talk emulator. About. I was trying to talk about something like really normal, yeah. and you had to like bring it into like just plowing Mario. Uh, you know, uh, low-hanging fruit is what I would say. It's, it's, <laughs> I would consider it low-hanging fruit. Yeah, right. He, how, is, he is short. How do you yeah. avoid that one? He is short. It's true. Yep. Um. All right. So we there was some exciting shit that happened in uh yes in this section. Yes, yes, yes. Shits that I I wasn't sorry. I moved my microphone a bit. Did you read it Shit. all today? No, actually. In fact, I kind of forgot. I read chapter one of this section. Uh. I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday. But yeah, I read the other four chapters today. So pretty much, yeah. pretty much I did, yeah. I read all five today. Yeah. That's just how it's been. That's mm-hmm. just how it is, you know, getting the shit done on time. We don't even have time to, to rest on our laurels. Nope. No more nonsense. Nope. Um... So yeah, uh, what's what's the what's going on here first? So Drade, let's see. Oh, let's see. Oh wait, no, it's Idaho. It's Duncan, Idaho. Oh yeah, okay. He has a dream where. He sees like all these weapons and stuff being made, and he doesn't really get what's going on at first. But he wakes up from from his dream. He saw like how to, I don't know, do something that no one else knew how to make or do. And he's like, "Oh shit! Like I'm getting like these." like this weapon knowledge like smuggled in through my mind like did the Tleilaxu do this like what's going on and when he gets up to like put it into records so he doesn't forget he he has this vision of the old couple again too and he's like oh am I still dreaming what's going on and then the old couple say stop spying on us and it's like what the fuck and even Duncan Idaho is like what the fuck yeah and then, you know, I'm reading it, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, the fuck? <laughs> like, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was like, what? That was my reaction. Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the other thing, really, is at the end, he, he, he thinks more about it, and... Like, Duncan is able to piece together what Odrade's plan is two he thinks like oh my god like that's her plan it's so fragile like you know this could totally blow up in our faces and everything yeah it gets messed up so slowly more and more characters are piecing this whole plan together right like belanda said that she knows uh i guess the other characters that odrada has shared with like Mirbella and shiana they must know right like I think Tag might have figured it out, but like the the mm-hmm. point is like I feel like there's a lot of characters who are saying 
Like, oh, I finally get what Odrade's plan is. And I still don't really know what Odrade's plan is totally. But no, we'll, we'll no, talk more about that. We will. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we ever will. Um, Entirely. Yeah, maybe not, right? It could, it could be like the whole Golden Path shit where it was like, oh my god, what's the Golden Path going to be? What's the master plan? And it's like, you've been reading it, man. Like, it's yeah, done. Right? It yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is going to be revealed to you. You're right. Same thing with, with uh, Taraz's plan. Last, last book, pretty much. We just kind of watched yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. They yeah. do... Uh, I feel like the last chapter, they do kind of be like, a hot, like it, it kind of was all about getting the worm in the end, but... Yeah, that was part of it. Um but a, but right, a lot of yeah, it was just kind so of, simple. yeah, it just kind of unfolded as uh, as we read. But um, but yeah, this was interesting. Um, yeah, he like thinks of like schematics or or like like a formula to um, I forget what it was. Oh, oh yeah, it's like it's like yeah, you don't have to know how like folding space works you just need the formula you don't need to know how you know like yeah. science or like w- whatever technology works you just have to know the formula know that the formula works and then so it's so essentially with the same kind of logic he um he figured something out that is is, is not very clear to me what exactly no it is and the thing is i don't think it matters like no. i think it's like he's He's like, oh my god, I, I can like miniaturize a Holtzman field. What, like, yeah. But, but like, what it specifically is is just like stupid, dumbass sci-fi shit that Herbert's just pulling out of his ass. I feel like it's the same as like towards the end of uh, the first Dune novel. Paul is like the revelation, like, oh my god, I can make the water of death. And I do that by doing this and combining it with this, and then it does this, and then I can destroy all the spice on Arrakis at once. And it's yeah. like, you're like, what? Can you like go over that again? But the the spe- the specifics of what it actually is and does just don't matter. And I feel like Herbert's pretty much just telling you like, it it just matters that there's an impact on the narrative. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's super true, and and it also, you know, provides kind of a a pathway to to learn more about his kind of visions, I guess. Totally. Yeah, it's it's funny because this seems to be the first time that this old couple like have had an aggressive reaction. Like the amount of times we've seen Duncan like seeing them. And we know that the old couple sees Duncan too. They always kind of seem like I imagine them as like serene, almost. Yeah, you know, yeah, like they're just yeah. in their garden, uh-huh. and they're you know, it's almost like a weird Adam and Eve thing. Like they're just like walking around. They're like just a kind of a cliche, sweet old couple, whatever. And now they're like yelling at I know. him. They're, they're like, spying a, on us. Yeah, they're just like immediately like in one in one fucking vision. They're like, nah, we've had enough. Like I know. It doesn't feel like it's been, like, it, it, it doesn't seem like they've been getting, like, increasingly frustrated. It feels like it happens all at once. It does, yeah. Which is fine, but, like, I, I didn't realize that that was going to, 
or I didn't expect that to be the, to to be their reaction. So, um, no, yeah. yeah, that was that was a surprise for sure. Um, yeah, I don't. What what other? I feel like there's other um, layers to to the vision that he was um, taught that that he was thinking about that I that I'm forgetting now. I I think there probably is too, but um, maybe some stuff about Marbella. Well, there's a lot of uh, stuff about Marbella that we didn't talk about yet. I mean, about her her change, her shift in personality since uh, since she. Do, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Went through with the agony. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think it's important to talk about. As uh, as Harvey Danger once said, the agony and the irony—they're yes. killing me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, she's pretty much, uh, you know, or Duncan feels like she is pushing him away. I guess. Yes. Um. And it's frustrating to him, and um. Also disappointing to Odrade, but but she's kind of trying to assuage his his fears and say, oh, you know, uh, you know, we all kind of have we, we go through um, a period of change after the agony, and this is normal. She, she's trying to what what his fears? Massage. Oh, I thought you said assage, like Julian Assage. No, he's Assange, Julian Assange. Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of thought maybe you meant like a swage, but you, you, but you, you said massage. <laughs> She's trying to massage his fears. <laughs> Is that it? No. Um. So it's funny though because you could actually pronounce it, it Assange or a swage. Uh, either way, so it's, t- it's so like you totally... so you didn't so you didn't say massage. No, but... no, 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 no. So no, I did I did say massage, but I'm saying that you're wrong about how you pronounce the other word. You don't want to have this conversation. You can, I don't, you can I don't pronounce it like so. any way that you want. So uh, you know, any way um, that you want, huh? Yeah, it could be like a swaggy, you know, or. Um, so I could just look at that word. A sausage. I could just look at that word and it'd be like, oh yeah, this says uh, fuck Mario. Like that'd be fun. You could just pronounce it any way you want, huh? Yeah, that's the that's the cool part about having a mouth. You know, you can just like say things. That's and... the cool part <laughs> of having a mouth. <laughs> you can just like say things and you know pronounce things any way you want and like it's just like that's one of the fun you, things. You can, but yeah, yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it makes any sense. Anyways, um, so she is massaging his hands, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. Sorry. Oh no, that was that was it. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Duncan is properly massaged? Does he feel? satisfied not fully assaged no um not you know not even fully massaged hmm. but but uh <laughs> um 
yeah, I mean, it's still we're we're still kind of in a in kind of a uh, a tricky place where uh, we don't know. He doesn't know if he's going to get his Marbella back or or what um, what will remain after she goes through this transitionary period. Right. Yeah, I do like that um, it remains uncertain because, like, leading up to uh, Marbella facing the agony and all that, you know, of course, Duncan and Marbella have been... um, have been worried how how her like furthering her training in the Bene Gesserit is going to affect their relationship and then like it, it, there there's a there's a part a point in this story where they're both convinced Duncan and Marbella that well actually really just Duncan Marbella seems to feel pretty confident she can hang on to her love but mm-hmm. anyways um that you know upon undergoing the agony it'll just be over you know Duncan's like that's it after the agony, Marbella is essentially dead, and we're done. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's happening, because there's also no. this recognition that she's not even fully Bene Gesserit. She's a Reverend Mother, but she's Bene Gesserit and Honor Mater still. And, like, there's these... She's a hybrid. She's a hybrid. And so... I'm I'm glad that it didn't go exactly as Duncan was like stressing about because it it does feel like there's still this time for Mirbella to kind of like find that love again. I think it's this idea that like it's not really gone, but you know, she's changed so much out of necessity. Um but like it's it's still somewhere. Like I, I I think like she's you know flooded with all these other lives. But like somewhere in that fucking uh, chaos, you know, honored Mater Mirbella is is like being flown around. Mm-hmm. And um, regardless of of if it ends where you know they they are able to hang on to that love or if it it has the kind of like tragedy to it where she has to leave Duncan behind um i guess i guess i like that there's still like a this ongoing struggle you know yeah it's just another it's just another like trial for them to overcome in a way like it's 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 changing the nature of their relationship ever further in a way that it doesn't feel like it's just like spinning their wheels. Like it's not like a will they won't they, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I got what you're saying. Um, I, I think, yeah, they're, they're just kind of at a new stage in their relationship. It's, it's clear, you know, clearly not just done for, um, no. And in time there could even be, Love. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little callback um, call there. Yeah. I, uh... Towards the end of this, of this discussion, I think, I'm going to want to 
talk about um, some themes that I see cropping up around here. So I just want to draw attention to uh, two lines here quickly in this chapter, and then we will move on if you feel ready. But on page 355, um, let's see. 355. Duncan is thinking of Odrade. Odra- uh, recalling this uh, this line that she says, Odrade is talking about, uh, this is the line, the downfall of democracy either overthrown by its own excesses or eaten away by bureaucracy. Um, oh, right. Okay. This is about how fish speaker democracy became honored mater autocracy. Yes. That's literally yes. the line. Yep. And so uh, I like that, you know, because Herbert is, is focusing in on how a democracy can be hijacked yep. and warped. And, you know, it's this really, I'm sure, you know, especially, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to not give people credit. I was going to be like, oh, especially in like 1980s America, this idea that democracy could change and become autocracy. It's like, you know, people have been, uh, understanding political theory and the, and the way that these things, uh, you know, change for fucking thousands of years. So, um, this isn't like a, I don't know, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I like that Herbert is including this. Um, and I do want to get back to what I think are maybe some of Herbert's commentaries on, American government and, and in particularly the over-reliance on bureaucracy, you know, the focus on like bureaucracy at the expense of people really. Um, but I, I like that not only is he talking about the honor maters as like, they're not just, you know, crazy sci-fi space, witch berserkers rampaging across the universe. Like they're also kind of this cautionary tale of how you can let your democracy become this horrible thing. You know, like if you are not vigilant, if you are not a, a watchdog in a way, like obviously we also know that it's not just like one person, like it's, it's like just like how people are jaded about voting and shit. But, but, but I think what, you know, he's, he's propping up here is like the honor maters are like kind of a, a tragic cautionary tale here. Like they've been consumed by these forces that are really like bigger than them. You know, the honor maters are just a consequence of sort of a, a, a discarded democracy or a, or an ignored democracy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um and that that was cool for them to talk about. There's definitely more 
like small political points and discussions throughout these chapters that I'm going to bring up as I as I took notes on them. But this is kind of the the start of that for this section. There, there's a lot. Yes, there there's a lot of um, discussion about uh, bureaucracy and um, pitfalls of of you know governance and um, it's very very heavy throughout these five chapters. It is, is, um, yeah, the other, just the last one I wanted to mention, I'm just going to read the line, then we'll go on, but the, the chapter pretty much ends, you know, with, with Herbert's callback to, it's not that power corrupts, it's that power attracts the corruptible, and so his line is, um, this danger of entrenched bureaucracy to its subject population. Even spoils systems are preferable because levels of tolerance are lower and the corrupt can be thrown out periodically. Entrenched bureaucracy seldom can be touched short of violence. Beware. Beware when civil service and military join hands. Uh, yeah, that was a... That's a, that's a pretty scary one. It is. But, like, I feel like how can you not read that line and think like, you know, is that not just a description of America in 2021? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it yeah, is and far earlier too, but like, yep. yeah, but not to the, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Cause like, it's not to the extent that these, you know, contradictions, have been are, are like so apparent you know it's like it, it it wasn't just something you could like plainly see i don't think like and that's how like books like you know like going like 1984 or whatever brave new world and like like these like like kind of like uh cautionary tales or whatever that that have been written over you know the the years and kind of in the same time period as this but um like they're propped up as like, oh, this is the scary future, and oh, this is happening now, and like, there's a lot of like slivers. I haven't, re- I've not read those books, but um, I know there's like slivers of of truth in 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 each of them, and you know, how, however people interpret it, it's you know, it's it's different from you know, depending on your ideology or whatever. But um, I th- I think it's funny that um, you know, those those books are kind of maybe more fatalistic from my understanding you know and this is this is like way more of a spot-on kind of um prediction of 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 what could become of us i feel like then then a lot of the books that are like their whole shtick is like oh this is the 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 future of of um you know government society if we go the way we're going you know um and it's not even like the main appeal of the book or, or of the series, right. but like, it, like a lot of it really, really is spot on. Yeah. Um, the, the, the funny part, and I'm, I'm sure, th- I mean, there, there are missteps, I think, um, as, as there often are in, in, in Herbert's kind of arguments. Um, but there's like five times, um, throughout these five chapter, I mean, not exactly five times, but I, I feel like a, a good handful of times where he's like 
taxes are bad. Tax, like, <laughs> you know, the government takes too much in taxes. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of funny. But everything else really does it for me. Yeah. And, um, yep. and, and I, I actually, I took a lot of pictures of, of quotes for this, uh, for, for the, I'm just looking through them now. Um, so we'll, we'll see if any of them become relevant, but, uh, nice. But yeah, there were a lot of, a lot of memorable passages. For sure. Yeah. I think, um, that th- this political commentary is, has felt more in line with, with maybe what I would like want to see out of his political commentary mm-hmm. within the Dune series. I, I feel like just like with each, <clears throat> just like how we kind of talked about when we first started reading the Dune novels, there was kind of the sense of confusion where it's like, wait, why, why is Dune Messiah? Why does that just like discard Gurney and Jessica? And then like, Oh, they come back in children and, and then I remember us talking about it and it's like, huh, it's kind of like each, you know, Dune novel, Herbert picks like a very uh, <clears throat> specific and like deliberate cast of characters that he feels are like relevant to the story that he wants to tell. And he's like, that. this is, I don't need to talk about Jessica, even though she was a huge player in the last book mm-hmm. in Messiah, because she's not important to the story I want to tell here, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And similarly... I, I think I'm realizing more and more that like he, he does the same thing with the themes that he wants to break down a lot mm, of the time. Mm. <clears throat> and especially like the political criticism that he, he may have in his book because like a lot of the political criticism in God Emperor, I remember being like, I, I you know, it, it not necessarily jiving as well on first read for me. But I think that, you know, the issues that he wanted to tackle there in, in God Emperor um, kind of lent itself maybe to to us not agreeing with one another. Yeah. Me and Herbert. Just, mm-hmm. just in that, just in that, I feel like with this, with Chapter House, really the point I'm trying to make is like, it's very clear, like he's repeating a lot of things like we're saying, like the whole, the watchdogs, the surveillance, the breakdown of democracy into like autocratic rule and shit Mm -hmm. like that like he's like that's what i'm focusing on in chapter house yeah you know like Mm -hmm. and so he he just picks and and chooses you know obviously there's going to be uh themes and ideas that are are similar and running throughout all of the herbert dune novels as there should be but like He's, he's also, like, very clearly kind of, like, segments things. And he's like, this is the novel where I'm going to talk about this. Yeah. And I feel like that's been working in Chapter House's favor, oddly I, enough. I agree. But I, I also think that the opposite could be true. And maybe God Emperor is the exception that proves the rule. Like, I feel like one thing that, that benefits this book is its singular focus. Not singular, but it's 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 focus in its themes and it's it sticks to them for the most part. Um God Emperor is like just packed full of ideas and themes 
they're fucking shooting every which way just yeah. you're going in a million directions all at once sure. um and so like i wouldn't really call it focused like it's 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 really it's um it's just a it's it's a big mixed bag um, yeah and well I maybe think, not f- i think that do- Sorry, I, I, I think that's one of the reasons why it's not as palatable yeah yeah, not focused in that it's like, oh, like Herbert chose these five things to explore, but like really what Herbert's trying to explore, it feels like in God Emperor, is like the the reasons why humanity does things as a collective. And he, he's trying to like explore possible answers for why, you know, humanity as a species has evolved in a certain way, why we tend to do things yeah. like naturally and out of instinct. And, and he comes up with reasons for those. And yeah. it's like, it, it feels like the book delivers them as fact. And when they yes. are not, uh, like good answers, mm. <clears throat> It kind of feels like, well, wait a minute, what the hell? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't I, agree with that. And so, like, he's, yeah. he's trying to like explore like the innate building blocks of humanity, which is he does have to cover so many things in order to do that. But I, I think that's what he's like ultimately trying to do. Yeah, I, I he doesn't I, succeed in my mind. No, but I, think that's I don't what he's think he's trying to do. I don't think he totally succeeds either. I think it's, I do think there is a lack of focus, but I also think it's just overly ambitious and like the task he's trying to take on is like way too much yeah. for, for, for him to, to do within, within, um, the fictional universe of, of Dune. Um, but I do think he tackles some similar themes and ideas and concepts in chapter house and does portray them better um this time yeah i think so too yeah yeah Yeah, look at we really are like the Bene Gesserit. you know it's like no matter how far away you get from god emperor all you know it feels like all our discussions just ultimately go back to god it all goes back to god emperor it really does i mean it's it's uh man it really feels like we lived those 3500 years with with leto i know it really is funny though it's like the way that post God Emperor, you know, it's not so much that Muad'Dib becomes irrelevant, but like Muad'Dib's relevance matters insofar as like it. It was the necessary steps to create God Emperor. Yeah, you he's know? just the father of the tyrant, and I mean, he's still Muad'Dib, but Muad'Dib pales in comparison yeah. to the impact that you know had like yeah exactly like it's it's not even it's like us compared to like a like a little ant you know like that's right that's the comparison um just crazy because like paul's the main guy or yeah exactly everyone everyone thinks paul's the main guy but really no he's not um at all yeah it's it's just funny to me it feels like kind of meta where even in chapter house you know the characters will always reference the tyrant and this and that and and you and I, you know, similarly, like, talking about Dune, even here in Chapter House, it's like, let's go back to God Emperor I know. for a minute. Because, yeah. like, we got yeah. it, you know? It, I mean, it's, it, it's informed everything after it in in, uh, in huge ways. And I feel like, um, I don't know, it's, 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 it's weird because we wouldn't have gotten these books without God Emperor. You know, it's like, 
it is just weird how meta it is you know it's yeah like, it's like we needed to go through that to get to this yeah <laughs> to, for for the uh the continuation of the dune series that's it uh-huh <sighs> okay uh second chapter you ready yeah, yeah. All right, so our second chapter, we got uh, we got the convocation happening within the no ship. Odrade o- uh, uh, addresses pretty much every Bene Gesserit that matters. Yep, they're all within this this giant. You know what Herbert just says is like a stadium within the no ship. Yeah. Um, bigger on the inside <laughs> the no ship is just that big man <clears throat> uh and of course odrade is is addressing the sisterhood telling them about pretty much what is going to be happening and why mm-hmm. and and the big thing is like hey we're going to attack the honor maters we're bringing the fight to them yep um, some Benny Gesserit are excited at that. Some of them are very nervous. Uh, and one of the big things that they address is like, well, Odrade is saying that she she probably will die. Yep, and she assures everyone that she is sharing with. Mirbella and Shiana, which means one of those two characters is poised to essentially, definitely be the next Mother Superior. Not definitely. There's one other option. The, um, whatever the group is called. Oh, the Proctors. The Proctors are, are going to nominate one other. Yeah, um, they, they didn't to, put forth a name, To though. share themselves. They did not, no. They did not. So but whoever they choose, whoever they choose, would be the third option. Would be, if they do, it almost reading the chapter. It felt to me like they talked it over, and like I, I almost felt like they were like, "Oh yeah, maybe we don't have a better option than Rebella or Shiana." I kind of thought they might have even like passed, just like we're like, "Yeah, pass." I don't think they did that, but maybe not. Yeah, they can. They can certainly. Mm-hmm. Go I think. Back I think that's eventually. something. I think that happened off camera. Yeah, because we got we. I mean, we we got all of the sharing off camera. We didn't see Odrade share with with uh, Shiana or Marbella, you know, like we did with um, Tamalane, you know, and uh, Shiana. Like we didn't see that moment, so right. I I assumed that also happened off camera, um, but we may never know. Yeah, very well could be. Regardless, it's probably just those two options because, like, what would they be like? Oh yeah, it's Clarby. Like, well, we 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 know what we, we, we know. Are, hap- yeah, we know what happens to Clarby. I know we're going to talk about, about Clarby. No, Clarby's oh, daughter. Clarby's daughter. Yeah, it could, that could be the third option. I'd yeah. vote for her. Derby. Dare Derby. Yep. Yep. Dare. Uh, Dare and Claire. Yeah. Dare. Yeah. Right. The Dare and Claire connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there. I I will focus on some more specific points in this chapter, but uh, do you want to mention anything first? What do you think about this chapter? Um, I liked it. 
I think it was good to see a big B'nai Jester at event. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it was funny to, uh, have, have tag on, on Saggy's shoulders, you know? Oh, and, yes. Uh, um, I totally wanted to talk about that. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was just, a, yeah, it was a good chapter. Blondo's antics were funny. Um, yeah, but get into it. Yeah. The whole, the whole shit with, um, tag on Saggy's shoulders that happens later too at the it end. It does, yeah. At the last chapter, when they're on the no ship, and uh, they meet some characters from earlier. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that for now. Uh, Saggy has him right on uh, her shoulders too. And what's funny is, I would assume, I would think. That tag would find that very demeaning. Yeah. But he does not. He kind of embraces it. Yeah. It feels like to me. Yeah. I mean, by the end, it seems like he does. Um, it, I, I don't think he ever, you know, found it demeaning, but... Um, he he does realize in this chapter in the first in, in this chapter we're talking about that there that there are multiple reasons why Odrade had had him do that. There are. And it's not not all because because so he could see the crowd and the crowd could see him. It's you know more for the, for the for the Gesserit's, uh benefit than to so to 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 not feel, um, you know like oh there's a man and like you know, in our presence, that's, that's, you know, right. Giving us orders and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think she mentions like, it's this idea that like the Bene Gesserit still have him under control. You know, like, exactly, see, it's, yeah. it's a Bene Gesserit herself that moves him. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, which of course, like as far as takes concerned, I mean, he could probably kill everyone in there. <laughs> you know, this yeah. shit doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know. I, I like that because like of course you get you get this split. On the one hand you have like just the imagery of, you know, a child on the shoulders, very innocent, usually like fun. You know, just like this like very um, like rose tinted glasses kind of look at like childhood from the, from the, you know, the view of like your parents' shoulders. Like, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you only get to do that when you're younger. And yeah. of course that's, that's like totally juxtaposed with who Tag really is mm-hmm. inside of this child's body and like the role that he's playing here. And, uh, I like that Herbert is able to to take this thing that is associated pretty much solely with childhood and like use the imagery of it but like that that kind of just makes it even weirder when you consider like who is in that child oh, yeah. you know that mm-hmm. that 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 child is just a shell you know and and even the things that he does that may seem childlike on the surface 
you know, are done in, in service to something so much more complicated yeah. and, and greater. And it, it just feels like, uh, I don't know. I think there's like some other point I want to arrive at there, but you know, essentially I like that Herbert's able to have it both ways. Like that you get to like, you know, play with this whole thing where like, yes, he's a child and what, what might, you know, be expected of a kid if they were normal. Right. And that just makes it, stranger it just makes it stranger to see this child in these like expected positions because we know that they are this completely other thing absolutely and it's it's very funny uh with you know gola tag um because it makes you think of Aaliyah, obviously True, yeah. And uh and, and, and her role in the first Dune. And then obviously um Ghani and Little Leto. Yeah. Pre pre trout Leto. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, it it's just kinda funny that, that this is also kinda like a running thing, you know, uh throughout the series. Like there's multiple times where there's like children that aren't really children, right? Yeah, um, and they're different every. It's 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 different every time, but um, but it, it there there is a through line there, which I find amusing, and it's also funny now. What you get the added ex, you know, the added element where um, you know the the Reverend Mothers are aren't taking him serious, or they're like pushing back on on him a little bit. And Odrade is like, don't forget that this is my dad. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she might think that, but like say something to that effect. Um, but yeah, but, uh, yeah I, th- I thought that was very funny. Like, don't forget this is. is our, this is our famed Bashar. And yeah. also my dad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah like the, the family tree has been like completely just scrambled. Yeah. Try and know? untangle it, that it? Atreides. <laughs> Atreides, uh, family tree. Yeah. Uh, family Atreides. Ooh. I think about that. There is a, that there is a, um, prospective title. Yeah. It's a little cumbersome. I also think what, what was it? There was one other one that I, that, I, that we said that I, I thought would be, a I, title. uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't maybe like massaging fears. <laughs> you know? That's a good one. Or uh fuck a Demario. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Um what was it? Fam family uh, what was it again that you said? I don't what are you trying to say? When? What are we uh... just, just now. Just now? For for the episode. Oh oh, way. family a tree. Oh, oh family a treaty. Yeah yeah. Family yeah. tree and a treaty. Yes yes so yes. A tree of these. All right. Family a Yeah, it doesn't really work, but it, can, it doesn't really but work. It does it? It's kind of gets kind of gets make, lost. We can make it work. We could. Uh, massaging fairies is funny though. Yeah it is. Yeah. What about what about just Julian massage? Julian massage. <laughs> Massaging fear is the mind chiller. Yeah. Or so, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. We always do. 
Um, I so in this chapter, they they talk a little bit more about the plan. There's this idea that they're going to faint or attack Gamu first. Yep. With the idea that Gamu's not really their target. They they obviously really want to focus their forces uh, at Junction, yes. where the meeting uh, with Odrade and yep. all that will be happening. In mm-hmm. fact, Odrade will be there once the attack commences. Um, someone in the crowd, one of the proctors, I think, brings up like, Oh, hey, if we faint at Gamu first, won't, won't that cause the honored maters to strengthen their forces at junction and then like we lose the element of surprise because they'll know that we've already attacked gamu and then they'll assume that we're going to attack junction next and if junction's really our target then like that could like kind of hinder what we want to accomplish in the end and tags like i'm glad you brought that up and then just says nothing <laughs> do you remember that I ca- yeah that really bothered the shit out of me really it, it felt I this whole idea that they're going to attack Gamu first I kept waiting once once one of the proctors brings that up I'm like oh like they're going to address it and they don't and then we even get the chapter where they do attack Gamu, which we'll talk about. Mm. And it, it does seem important for bringing some of these characters together. So, like, I get why Herbert wants it to happen. I just don't understand why they wouldn't only attack Junction. Because, according to the Bene Gesserit themselves, attacking Gamu kind of, like, causes the Automators to be aware of what's happening and they increase their defenses at Junction. So, why wouldn't you just blow the fuck out of Junction first, and then you could go to Gamu and whatever other planets afterwards? Yeah, I mean, that is a good question. I'm so happy that you brought that up. Yeah. All right, moving on. Okay. No, no. <laughs> that's it. No, that's, there doesn't need to be a discussion about it. I just... Really had to get that off my chest because yeah, I mean it's not something that I picked up on, but um, yeah, I mean I trust Teg, and also we're we're kind of working with the theory too that like there are less honored maters than we think there are, and um, I mean it's just like the, at at the point where we don't since we don't know, you know the majority of the plan yet. It's like I still. I'm still just kind of writing it out and not making any, any uh, proclamations. Yeah, about its its you know effectiveness or its, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I just feel like it's it's too early for us to be like, oh, that's dumb. It could end up it could end up being so. Yeah, and it, and it it could feel like uh, oh yeah, this had to happen because you know. Uh, Tag had to pick up these characters from from Gamu, you know, um, but I'm 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 not I'm not ready to to call call it yet. I think 
No, that that's that's fair. I don't think it's as simple as right, like um as it just being like confusing writing. Um I think that Herbert thinks there's a reason. Uh, yeah, I mean, as I was reading it, like it made sense to them to attack Gamu first. So I was like, yeah, right. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They think it makes sense. So they're smart. Like they, they, they know what they're doing. So yeah, I think yeah. that makes sense. That's, that, that's like how I, yeah, like, that's how that's, that, that's the, the, uh, the thought process that I have. Um, but when you say it like that, you are right. It's, it's, uh, it, I mean, it could, it could, you know, could be, could be an issue. At this point in the story, the only thing I can think of is they want the honor maters to increase their forces. Like maybe the idea is they want as as many of their number to be in one place at once to just wipe them all out instead of having them scattered at different. Pl- you know, if they feel like yeah. all the honor maters have to go into one place to defend themselves. Maybe you just. I think that's true. Wipe them all out. Yeah. In one place. Mm-hmm. But then also the the other thing that we we haven't really talked about is like, at that point they're already at junction, like, there's not a lot of them at junction. It's only you know the skeleton crew of Odrade and yeah, you know the people she doesn't care who you know if they live or die, but, right? But they're already there, so I feel like they have something up their sleeves to help with that they may attack i i don't think they're gonna just be sitting there with their thumbs up their asses you know uh yeah well (laughs) we'll we'll see i don't know we will um let's see what else in this chapter oh well the other thing so it seems like I'm going to talk about this one part of the plan, and then... So there's a, there's a line in this chapter. They they t- It's uh, page 364. Um, they say... Odrade says, We will faint at Gamu. That should drive Honor Mater allies to the junction. We just talked about that. We then will take Junction and, I hope, capture the Spider Queen. Yep. So, Odrade just says outright, assuming her words are meant to be taken literally, which I think they are, I don't think they want to kill the Spider Queen. At all. At any point in this plan. Because at the end of this chapter uh page 366 i'm gonna read this this next part i keyed in on this because we've been talking about this off and on too but um but odrade is thinking about the quasi's hatterack she says slash thinks as follows It is never enough to make accurate predictions of distressful events. Who knows this better than we? Is there one among us who has not learned the lesson of the Kwisatz Haderach? No need to elaborate. Evil predictions should not alter their course. 
Um, so, will we silence disagreeable messengers thinking the deep silence of death obliterates the message? The Bene Gesserit knew better than that. Death makes a prophet's voice louder. Martyrs are truly dangerous. And so I wonder if, thinking about those two things together, I wonder if Otrade is worried that if they were to kill the Spider Queen, if they would make a martyr of her and strengthen like the Honored Mater resistance in a way. Yeah, that's... That certainly seems possible. Um, I think that's a that's a really good point. I think um, they would much uh, rather, you know, uh, declaw her in some way. Yeah. Um, or defang her in some way than uh, than outright kill her because that that could that could strengthen their their uh, their rowdiness in in revolt against the Bene Gesserit, so. Yeah. So, yeah, perhaps that's the thing. And then the the last line in this chapter is, uh, at least I have preserved key elements of our jury-monitored democracy in original form. They may thank me for that one day. That's Odrade thinking, too. Um... So I, I guess I also want to keep in mind, like, oh, wh- whatever's going on with Odrade's plan, and whatever may or may not happen, you know, she she's also thinking about, you know, making sure that the Bene Gesserit governments, even though they don't think of it that way, functions as as needed. Yeah. Going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still there too. Their jury monitor democracy. That's the way to do it, kids. Yeah, I guess that's Herbert's preferred form of government. Uh, maybe. We might have more to, to talk about that, but, um, I, I do, Chapter House does definitely make me think that Herbert believes in super democracy. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's, it's kind of like. Me and Herbert are like, yeah, like, fuck our current form of democracy. And it's like, yeah, totally, fuck our current form of democracy. And then he's like, we just need better democracy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> slow down there, Herbert. You know, less, we've, we've identified taxes. the problem. Right. <laughs> yes. And less taxes. It's like fucking funny. Like, I forgot what, what character it was, but like, hearing like a Bene Gesserit, like this, like, supremely you know, like powerful and like wise being thousands and thousands of years in the future being like, yeah, taxes are bad. Like we, like, <laughs> like, like, like when governments tax their people too much, it's like, all right. Like, I don't think, I don't think like that's really, yeah. Right. You know, that, that takes me out of the story a little bit, but yeah, for real, it, it's not exactly the same, but like, and, and to be fair, it does feel relevant and applicable uh, based on what we know about Odrade and the Bene Gesserit. But there is also a line where um, Odrade is thinking about jazz. Yeah. And Odrade is kind of like, yeah, you know, it's all right, but, like, you know, do the musicians even know what they're doing? Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, 
I think Herbert just wanted to take a, a pot shot at Jazz. There. He's just not a fan of Jazz. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's just like kind of being like this old old fucking curmudgeon. He's oh just, my god. Yeah, you know. Um. Anyways, yeah, it's it's so funny when he 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 just puts he puts shit in like that. God. Just yeah, I mean, it's, it's honestly just, just it. It feels like opinions that you know. Like a like a fifty or sixty year old man in the eighties would, <laughs> would yeah. Have. But what's funny is like it's kind of the it's kind of the equivalent of like you know someone making a, a fake account to like agree with themselves on social yes, media. Yes, because yes. Herbert's just like making his care. He's like this character is super smart. Uh-huh. And they say the thing that I say, I so I guess it means it's right. And I it's know. like, well, you're writing it, dumbass. Like, that's, 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 you're saying they're super smart. Yeah, yeah, I know that's that's hilarious. Yeah, just like no, I love it. Yeah, it, it it's very very funny. Um, yeah, but it's like it's funny because like most of it is like super sound and like well thought out and like yeah yeah and like really resonates with me. But then they'll they'll just like throw one thing in there and it's like oh like what. Like yeah, what are you fucking talking about, dude? Like, I know, I know. Yeah, no, mo- most most of the time, like we've talked about this too. It's like even if I don't agree or whatever, it's like I I can see how you got there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you'll you'll either get something that's like problematic, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, or. Uh, it's almost like the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like so, so benign that it like becomes stupid. It's just like his own totally inconsequential, just completely mundane yeah. shit that just doesn't matter. And you're like, why are you having your characters even bring this up? And like, it'll be inserted like right like before or like after like something like super important about like, yeah, totally know, about like, like social structures or something or it, and, and then they, they, they talk about you know like jazz or yeah or, i don't know yeah it's 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 pretty funny a lot of it i, I do think is just kind of like he's just like vibing at his typewriter. yeah he's just like sitting there at his typewriter he's just like vibing. i literally i think so too yeah. and I, I i think it's no accident that it appears to happen more and more frequently as he gets older and he's yeah. writing his books yeah. i think yeah I, I I think he just like, just like you're saying, like he kind of just like lets lets go, yeah, a bit uh-huh. more. You know, I, I don't I think even so. think he's like as concerned about like, you know, oh, but the characters say this, or he's like, you know, this is how I fucking feel. <laughs> and I'm gonna put it in my damn book. Like, <laughs> oh you know? my god, he's like, he'll put it in there. He'll find a way. He will. So. He will. Yeah, that's for sure. <sighs> okay. Um Yeah, so whatever. That was that was the convocation. That was chapter two. Odrade, interestingly, we kinda predicted that she might also like talk about like, hey, we all need to love each other and shit. Mm-hmm. Um But she doesn't. No. Um No. That seems like something that will become more clear to the sisterhood later on. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah. Specifically with Shiana and or Marbella. Right. And or Clearby's daughter. Yes. Derby. Yes. <laughs> All right. So our third chapter. Um, 
we we catch back up with the rabbi and Rebecca. We do. Which, you know, right, it's like, again, it has um, been a while. I can't even, don't even have the energy to do it. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's mainly the rabbi and Rebecca, um, kind of like, disagreeing ever further you know the rabbi is like seems to be at this level of near if not just like genuine paranoia that rebecca has completely changed into a bene Gesserit. yeah um and just like abandoned uh you know her her faith and the rabbi being a man of what seems to be like very traditional faith, you know, he's, he's not like, he's not like one of those, uh, practitioners who like just celebrates the holidays and does whatever he fucking wants every other day of the, the fucking year, you know? No, he's, 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 he's not just taking out his menorah. Nope. You know, he's hardcore, you know, during, like the like the oh my god like Hanukkah like uh, Hanukkah yes yes like that's, that's, you know that's one of them yeah I don't know I feel like as a you know ra- like raised in the suburbs kind of Christian upbringing mm. I, I think it's like pretty normal to be like pretty much no one talks about or really gives a shit about their religion yeah so like Christmas and Thanksgiving mm. or whatever rolls around mm. and then it's like oh yeah like let's maybe go to church like once a year yeah. you know like if that mm-hmm. but like you, you go on the holidays you do the thing and then like every other day it's like who cares like why would i wake up at 6 a.m on sunday like, yeah um but the rabbi every 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 week every every week every day yes yes um and so he's even he kind of like levels these ac- accusations at Rebecca where like, she's, you know, is maybe even, um, I don't know, like influenced by the devil, like literally. Like, yeah. He's, he's not taking this transformation very kindly. No. Um, but they, they still have a pretty interesting discussion. You know, he, he's not, he's not crazy. But of course, his his thoughts are colored by his faith, and um, I feel like ultimately what the rabbi and Rebecca are are arguing over or discussing, you know, just like how this so often goes with like religious debate, you know, the rabbi fears in a way that the Bene Gesserit do not answer to a higher power. Yes. I think I think the rabbi feels very comfortable, um, you know, thinking about himself and the other people that he believes to be like um, uh, devout, because there, there's kind of this idea, you know, God is like the ultimate watchdog, right? 
It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, you are being observed. You are being judged. And your actions, regardless of how well you think you are hiding them, your yep. very thoughts, they are known, no matter what you do. And when the rabbi is is faced with this organization that has such power and such influence and, sh- and, and such sway within the galaxy, of course, the Bene Gesserit, to, to think of them as not having to, to answer to that power in the same way that he does um, causes like great fear in him and great distrust, you know, something about his group and their group is uh, so different. Like it, it, there is no bridge mm-hmm. to gulf it there. It's it, irreconcilable. Um, and he's really struggling with that because Rebecca's also his daughter. Yep. You know, he has real love for Rebecca, even though he's basically just been yelling at her for this most entire of the book. book. Yeah. For like the whole book. Yeah. But I, I think we are meant to assume that before she made this decision and especially before the Lampatus horde that they they had probably a a better relationship yeah you know and so it doesn't excuse the rabbi's uh actions and responses of course but i think we are meant to think that um that this has been kind of like the slow degradation of their relationship and this is just putting more and more stressors on it uh but yeah, I think I think all I want to I know I'm kind of like talking around this, but I, I think where I want to land with this mainly is I, I think the discussion that they're having kind of boils down to um, what what do we allow to govern us? You know, like the rabbi, of course, defers to a higher spiritual power, and with the Bene Gesserit. Like Rebecca's trying to explain, she's like, oh no, we have super democracy and there's watchdogs and this and that. And the rabbi's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But the fact is, regardless of if it's, you know, a system, a man-made system that's governing you or, you know, what you believe to be a god governing you, like, like people kind of get to, to choose in a way too what governs them, you know, like. Rebecca's kind of proof that even if you're born into this spiritual life, that you don't even need to choose to believe in God. Um, and and so I think it's like big, big questions on what, what do we allow, what do we give power to? What do we defer to that governs us in our everyday lives? And, and we pretty much have these characters representing two huge sides between government and religion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they, they even get to a, a part where, you know, it is kind of like some sort of spirituality or, um, you know, 
uh, otherness is revealed of of the Bene Gesserit that they follow, and I forget what it's referred to, um, but it's what is it? It's like it's like it's like the the um, the flow. Oh yeah, something like yeah. that. Just like the, just you know, like the the ebbs and flow of the, the flow yes. of the universe. Um, yes. That they kind of follow it, and then the rabbi's like, "Well, like, who's the one that's like making it happen?" They like they they recognize that there's somebody that's like making that. They're like, "No, just just a, it's like a natural occurrence. It just like happens." Right. And uh, but they've figured out how to like use that to their advantage and to position themselves in places where you know. Um, they'll make out better um you know essentially they go with the flow um, <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> um and so that's interesting like, like the whole thing was very very interesting and uh yeah i mean it's it's it, it came to a point too where it's like actually it, it's not even resolved in this chapter it's resolved in the next chapter but no but you can talk about it it's fine it's not really resolved but eventually it gets to a point where like like the rabbi kind of gives her his blessing right like like they're they're arguing and and you know he's like okay well if you see it like that then then you know may may you know you you know do what you have to do and and you know be well or something like that you know it's like yeah it, like eventually it gets to a point where where they're like you know that they're not really able to reconcile their differences but um the the fighting stops and i mean this is out of necessity too you know they, yeah they, they they were in a very kind of uh urgent situation emergency situation that they they couldn't just stand there fighting but um yeah i think he kind of gives up almost he there. does he does kind of give up but um but regardless it it's it's an important conversation there's a lot of a lot of good things in there and um it it did it did kind of actually it, you know it was kind of eye opening for me um some some more insight into Bene Gesserit awareness um and and then also the the kind of the 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 tidbit that you know two exceptional people if they if they breed that their children are usually not exce- not exceptional they're just average you know and so it's like the it's like the the differences yeah that, uh, are 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 kind of what the Bene Gesserit look for yeah, yeah, I did. I do remember is, that line, which is interesting. Yeah, I was kind of confused by that line, to be honest, because I, I kind of assumed. I guess maybe it was trying to say more of what you're saying, uh, because I was like, "Wait, you have two awesome people breed, and you're saying you don't get an awesome person?" Which, of yeah. course, in real life, uh, totally true. Totally true. It's. I just kind of assumed in it's like, like the opposite, Dune sci-fi knowledge. It's like the opposite of the Nazis. It's like the opposite yeah. of like like Nazi eugenics, you know. It's like, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, those, not, those, a, not, a, not a total opposite. Those, those people weren't awesome in the first place. Right. Those people weren't like fantastic, but that, but like their, that was like their thought process, you know. Right. Um, that we're the best. We can't mix with anybody else. But it's like, no, you know, you're not the best. Like, it, maybe if maybe like you'd be better if like you did like you know, expand your gene pool a little, yeah. know, a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, so I. I liked that um, that little tidbit. It, 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 it's not a big a big part of of the conversation, but but it was something that I picked up on. No, I I do think in in this book Herbert is definitely doing more to try and like um, 
make us empathize with the Bene Gesserit a little bit more. Yeah. You know, where it's like, I, I think he's he's trying to definitely color their actions in a more positive light. Because yeah, we have we have what you're talking about here. Um we're right. It's like, hey, this isn't just like cold removed eugenics. You know, this is an understanding that, you know, we, we need differences in order to uh um, you know, advance. Yes. But also there's been this through line of um you know, oh, what do the Bene Gesserit want? Like, Re- Rebecca, as an outsider gaining these powers, like, also has been exploring and trying to explain. The Bene Gesserit's ultimate goal really is uh, the advancement and, like, p- evolution of all humanity. Yeah. Like the, like, the Bene Gesserit are supposed to be, like, these shepherds to guide stupid, dumb humanity, which would never do it on its own. Uh, into a in into the best possible version of itself, and um, I, I do think there's a lot to unpack there, and that that idea, um, is kind of definitely has some things that I think we could uh, argue or identify as problematic too. But yeah. but the fact is, in the scope of the Dune universe, uh, I don't think it's meant to be seen that way. And it's it, it's definitely leaning away from the idea that the Bene Gesserit breeding program is done in service to create, like, super organisms for the Bene Gesserit to then control and, like, take over the fucking galaxy. And it's more like, oh, no, like, we're just trying to help, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so I this this kind of this almost reads like Bene Gesserit propaganda to me. I agree, and, and I mean the the um, the concept that they're, you know, shepherding humanity into maturation, that's like a new thing. That's like just that's yeah. like this book, and I think maybe Heretics, or maybe just this book. I don't I don't know. Maybe I I feel like Heretics was still kind of presenting us with like the same old Bene Gesserit. Yeah, but now they're the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, so it, that's, that's part of what I liked about Heretics too. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, that that's very new, and it's kind of weird because, like, I mean, they are framed as the good guys, and in comparison to the Honor Majors, it's like, yeah, like they definitely, they, they for sure are, and I, I think the reason why it feels like propaganda is because we're in, we're literally in their heads like ninety percent of the time, you know, yeah. of, of this book. So of course it does, and I mean, you know, Duncan doesn't think of them one hundred percent. Um, you know, in 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 good terms. Same thing with Tag, but um, Duncan doesn't. But I mean, even he's softened. Is softened. Yeah, yeah. Even he's like, him. oh, he, like when he's talking with the rebel, he says something like, "Oh, I don't agree with all their actions, but like morally, he aligns with them." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, pretty much how they 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 describe it. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. It's. It's in, it's it's funny because like they they started this book with like, oh yeah, the Bene Gesserit introduced fucking, uh, um, um, what what's it? Oh, Axolotl tanks. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. Like like that's so like super fucked up. But oh, they're the good guys, you know. It's yeah, like, right. Oh no, it's they, they, there was volunteer women who 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 you know they 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 wanted to 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 serve the Bene Gesserit, right? Become these tanks for 
goal of and what you know yeah so yeah we're not gonna we're just gonna gloss right over the fact that like the axe little tanks are right actually people who yes. are like fused with machinery yes. and yeah mm-hmm. pretty much stripped of all their humanity and made to just be like a giant vagina yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh so that's interesting um I, I i do get what you're saying i think yeah there, there's a lot of Bene Gesserit propaganda and and you know maybe you know decades from now we'll we'll actually learn that the animators were the good guys yeah maybe uh I I certainly don't think that I don't think Herbert has lost sight of the fact that like you know of of how he portrayed the Bene Gesserit in his previous books but I do wonder if he feels like he needs to like lay the ground for something else that he may not have gotten to accomplish. You know, it, 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 it may so. be that he, he needed to start the transition here well, it's, for something else to happen. Yeah, I think that's true. And it's like some of it's intentional, too. Like, like there's an intentional push from Odrade to you know, inject love into the equation. So it's Oh like, yeah, right. That's the other huge thing. Yeah. So it's like not all just like, oh, we're the good guys now. It's like, yeah, we we're gonna kinda change our ways. Like we're like we we've we're we've already started changing how we record history, you know, and, and I wanna push us forward into, you know, this more loving society and uh True. So I, I don't it's not totally like, oh, this is how we've always been. Um like like even yeah, I mean, it's 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 just uh, I I I just feel like we've never really been with the Mini Jesuit this this much that so it's like it's you know of course it is uh, mostly positive. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And like you could even say like yeah, Duncan is softening on them because like he's been in solitary confinement, <laughs> you know, like like he's like it's like Stockholm syndrome or something, you know, like you could even argue that but um yeah but yeah it it's it's for sh- it's for sure a shift in the yeah in the in the dynamic yeah Odrade is calling for Benny Gesserit reform over abolishments yes yes she is yes yeah classical lib so yeah we'll see how that all goes um yeah I know we but that was mainly uh thematic discussion there what happens in this chapter is really like some of their machinery breaks down and they're like oh no and then like oh yeah some of the honored mater you know like influenced men are just like digging around they're like oh are they gonna find us and then they don't yeah you know and she's, then it just ends rebecca's just like oh they're they're dumb as shit they're not gonna find us yeah <laughs> and then the rabbi and joshua yeah josh was just he's just, <laughs> it's just josh was there with them yeah, they're like, oh, are they gonna find us? She's like, no, no, they're just yeah. they're just like dumb, you know, honor made or addicted, you know, idiots. Yeah, they're like okay, and then they they just leave, you know, yeah. <laughs> like so. I know it's funny because I, I don't really know how far underground they are, like how much they'd actually have to dig, but like, I don't know. I imagine they're only like ten feet underground or something, and like if they just like dug in one spot for more than like two fucking minutes, they'd actually find them. And they just, like, have no idea how deep they're supposed to dig for some reason. Like, they're just, like, digging up, like, just, like, a you know, fucking, like, 
two-inch holes. They're just, like, one <laughs> fucking shovel of dirt, and they're like, oh, they're not here. Like, it's like, yeah, asshole. That's you exactly how I pictured it. That's exactly yeah. how I pictured it. Like, okay. But whatever. Okay. Um, do you want to take a quick break before we continue on? I do. I got to go take a pee-pee and get some more water. When you say water, do you mean Diet Fago Cola? Yes. No, no, no. Nope, I, I've got my second Diet Fago unopened. I'm going to crack open on, on, on return. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so we'll meet back here in just a minute. All right. Oh. Okay. So the fourth chapter. This is where we get Cyborg Clearby. Hell yeah, baby! And this it's, is where we get Cyborg Clearby, and it's like it's it's such a badass reveal too. It it actually was a good reveal. It was a good reveal. It's it's just not it's just kind of funny. <laughs> just no, like, it's he, he takes off his helmet. It's me, Clear. It's me, Clearby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know, Clearby. I know, and it's it's fucking hilarious because you know, I mean, this is all about Odrade and crew. On the way to Junction. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, Odrade is thinking to herself, yeah, you know, Tag set this all up. He must have picked the best, you know, uh, driver, the best pilot for this ship. <laughs> and, and, of course, it's Clarby. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Feels like I we should have guessed, you know. We should have guessed. Here, um, give me one more second. I got I to just go close the doors so Alex doesn't kill me. All um, right. One second. Okay, I'm back. Got it. Not going to get killed tonight. It's fine. All right, but yes, that was a fun addition to uh, Clarity Lore. It was, and what's funny too is uh, when he does turn around, he's like, "Oh, it's Clarity." He's like, "He's like, oh, don't, don't pity me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, I was gonna die." I was as good as dead, and now I'm here to kill myself. Yep. But it's okay because I'm gonna be a Gola. Yep. And like, Clarby's <laughs> just like so cheerful. Like he's just happy to like be included. He is. You know? He's just like I'm just like being around. It's happy you to know? be here. But and yeah, I thought it was I mean... funny that they were that they were gonna make a Gola. You know, because like here's the thing. Okay, so if you're gonna make a Gola of someone, anyways. Is the decision to cyborg them to keep them alive in their current form even important? And I think I think the idea is, of course, making a goal it takes time. It's not easy. Yes. You have to grow them. You mm. have to make sure they regain their memories. Like we know what the process is like. So you couldn't you couldn't just let Clarby die and then make a goal of him if you wanted him on this specific mission. It would take too much time. Absolutely. I, I think that's the argument for like why he gets cyborged but it's just always funny to me that like i don't know you know sometimes for as much as it feels like herbert's like yeah like the the collective strength of humanity is in like all these you know these in uh in in people being able to like draw from this core you know, that, like, anyone can do these things. 
But so often in the writing, it feels like, no, but actually, like, only, like, ten people throughout all of history are, yeah. like, actually really the best. Like, mm. it's the same reason we always bring back Duncan. You can't just, like, have someone else be as good as Duncan. He's no. Duncan. So, mm-hmm. like, you just make another one. Yep. So, like, you would think you could just have someone else be the pilot for this mission and be like, you don't need Claire B. But... I feel like the text is saying, like, no, you do. That's why we made him a cyborg. No one else could have done this. And it's like, I feel like on the one hand, it's like, yeah, there's, like, this exceptionalism where, like, there's something to be said for for individuals having these amazing abilities. But then also, I, I think it's, I think it kind of defeats some of his point that he's trying to make sometimes. I feel like it's arguing against what he believes in that. Um, in that other people can't be made to be as good or better than certain people sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a hard thing to reckon with. They, they do have favorites, you know? I think, I think the universe picks favorites in this uh, series. Um, yeah, I, it's... I, I don't think that th- there, there's ever really been a a, a big push at you know uh, the the thought that like oh any, anybody can do anything. I don't think that's really mm. true. No, I mean it's not that. I guess especially with the Benny Gesserit, it's more like all people have their their role. Yes, you know. Yes, yes. in a way. Mm-hmm. So like you're you're right. It it's n- not about that but i don't know like we also like i just feel like we come back to this idea of like hope yes and 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 human ability and it's like it's yeah. more of a general thing as opposed to every human can do this thing you know it's 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 more of the collective like there are some exceptional people who can push things forward more than others but as a collective, I feel like we, it's, it's, uh, that's just what we do. And on an individual level, I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think it's really stated either way, you know. Um, obviously in this, in the book series, like, yes, they're for sure our favorites, like Duncan and, you know, Leto and whatever. And, um, yeah, it's hard. To I say. mean, it's hard to right. Say what, like it's, what, yeah, what that uh, what what that message is. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's okay, of course, to have like those incredible people. It, it is weird, and I think it requires me to think about it a bit more. But like, I, I remember even with the first Dune book, one of the things that we liked about Paul is feeling that he's he's not a like standard chosen one hero. It it feels like he's, you know, of course he's like essentially bred and forced to be the chosen one against his, his will and better judgment at times. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like that idea early on of like that exceptional person, um, you know, maybe wanting to reject it, but it, but it being thrust upon them, like, is kind of the origin point, I think, for 
all these other characters that follow in the subsequent books where it's like they they're the only ones for this thing i don't know yeah but with but it seems i i just think it seems kind of dumb with Clarebee, I'm I'm specifically just talking about Clarebee right now. They're like they really needed fucking Clarebee on this one. Like, I I almost feel like they just told him that. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> like they just said, yeah, hey, we'll just, we're, we'll bring you back as a goal. I don't. I, I know you just got cyborg. <laughs> like we're get, we can, but can you please like just do, like go do this for us? Yeah, I, I swear we're gonna bring you right back as a goal. I swear we're gonna do that. Yeah, like, I don't think they're gonna do. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah. but but who but. What do I know? He was important right. enough. He was important enough for them to to cyborg in the first yeah, place. So yeah, he 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 must have real value. Um, it, it's weird to spring him on us so suddenly, and 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 suddenly he's like he's the the, the Han Solo of yeah yeah. Clarity's a hot shot. He is. Yeah, yeah. Flying a smuggler uh, ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, funny. Definitely funny to see Clary back here. I didn't really know if we, if we would or not. And I just think it's it's funny. Like he's so nonchalant and like ready to die. Like I he know. just doesn't even care. He's like, I'm gonna. He's like, see y'all later. I'm gonna fucking die. I know. It's like, oh. I think that's why Odrade likes him in the first place. Like I wouldn't even yeah. be surprised if like he wasn't actually the best driver. He's just like. <laughs> Has like a personality that Odrade likes. Yeah. No, she would. You know. She has like a Anyways, soft spot for him. <laughs> that's Cyborg Claire B. Um. <sighs> uh, well, I mean, really though, like his his Gola will be ripe for a spinoff book series, though. Oh yeah, yeah. The continuing adventures of Claire B. The Claire B Chronicles. Yes, please. The Claire yeah. B Chronicles. Yes. If Brian Herbert just, and Kevin J. Anderson. I just don't think that they're going to do that, so I feel like we would have to ask them for the rights to Claire B. Yeah. That's I think, fine. I think they might I, give, a, give them... Maybe that's our comic series, our, our next comic book series. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think we could do Claire B. Justice. I, I totally agree. For sure. I think we get his character. I I think so, too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of untapped potential there. I mean, the... I mean, essentially, the the first real cyborg, and who knows how long? Yeah, could be tens of thousands mm-hmm. of years. Yep. Um, Clarity. I mean, it's it's all it, it could all be about you know kind of fighting prejudice against cyborgs. Yeah. In this new universe, um, and. You know, I, I mean, having a friendly cyborg to kind of um, massage people's fears, you know, <laughs> of, yeah, of, uh, of technology. Cyborg. Yeah, taking over. Uh, so I, I think, I think there's a lot of there, there's a lot of uh, potential there. You know, I think, I totally. think, uh, I think honestly, it's low hanging fruit. You know, like yeah. Mario. <laughs> it's like Mario's low hanging fruit. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cyborg Mario? Yeah. There that's, we go. That's an idea. Give the people what they want. Mhm. Um 
Yeah. Anyways, like you were saying, Clearby is getting uh, Odrade and Tamalane and Jortula. And then they have another, like, saggy kind of character, the Acolyte. Um, another one that Odrade, you know, um, underestimated. That's, that, it's, it's, it's a very common theme that, you know, Odrade is underestimating these yeah. Acolytes. Yeah, just completely dismisses her. And yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, oh, she kind of knows what's up. Exactly. She's like, oh, you know, she's she's got some potential. Not like soup, not very bright, but you know, right. she'll do she'll she'll do okay. She's not exceptional. And then like, oh, I think I was wrong. I think she's actually you know. Yeah, li- like fucking. Good. Just an hour later, she's like, you know what? I think she's ready for the agony. I know. Like, oh. I know. That was fast. Okay. Okay. She's like, yeah. It's a shame that 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 that'll never happen. Yeah, we're all gonna die here. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, they get to Junction, uh, and it's kind of boring. They get they get to yeah. Junction, and they're like literally brought to a waiting room. Yep, they're they're in like the lobby of a hotel that was a, a former guild navigator yes. building. Yeah, and I mean they they make great notes of of how um, all of the guild infrastructure is still there, and it's yeah largely unchanged. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but it, like it was just like also really funny to me, like the way that Herbert imagines the beginning of like this fateful meeting where the the Bene Gesserit mother superior and the fucking spider queen like they it's like oh you know they finally get to the planet and they it's like going to the doctor's office like yeah they they just you're like oh well uh welcome have a seat right over here and uh you know you know just wait until we call your name i know it's like i know what (laughs) like yeah it's kind of hilarious and um so yeah that's that's funny and then um you know also they're they're communicating with the animators through obviously the surveillance yes kind of um how you know messaging them with with their conversation talking about how um uh the Ixians are are like a like a dying breed you know and stuff like just, just yeah like like that. yeah yeah yes um Actually, I did want to touch on that quickly. That's at the bottom of page 383. Um, so, Odrade thinks... Uh, let's see. Here's, here's her... So the Ixians have a certain attitude toward their science that political and economic requirements determined permissible research. Um, That the innocent naivete of Ixian social dreams had become the reality of bureaucratic centralism. No matter the outcome of our contest, Ix is dying. Witness no great Ixian innovations in centuries. I felt like that was kind of another, maybe, maybe a, perhaps rather than uh, the 
honored Mater as being a kind of stand-in for like, oh, what could happen to our democracy as Americans? Um, and they still could be, you know, it doesn't mean that there's just one path. Of mm-hmm. course, we know Herbert views the future as, you know, maybe an infinite number of, of paths that form and ebb and flow from the way that he, he writes the visions. Um, but I, I feel like this idea of the slow decline of society through like the, the tunnel vision of more and more bureaucracy Mm -hmm. is, is, you know, feels more in line with like a mirror of our American society. Yes. That, that X might be more of like the, the stand in if if there even is one. I mean, again, like I'm, I'm kind of just like, I'm the one reaching here and trying to put those possible pieces together. But well, I, yeah, I think the it's... truth is more like he's, he's viewing like different, different possible outcomes through different societies. Not that one is, is the answer. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's the difference between, you know, a Trump presidency and a Biden presidency. Yeah. Yes. That there, is it. There is a that slow, is slow decline or, you know, the accelerationism of, of yeah. the rise into, you know, fascism and, whatever um that but, is uh, it that's yeah. what i'm yeah that's a good way to put it yeah just just different ways of death um and I, they're definitely signaling something to the animators you know by discussing that so publicly they are um i i i think it's like simultaneously you know the people that you're allying with, uh, you know, aren't aren't really strong or aren't really yeah. going to be helping you. And like, also, I'm kind of talking about you too. You know? Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like this is what happens with the road you're going down. Like, it, like it's you, it's clearly seen. It's been it's happened before. It's going to happen again. Um, yeah. And obviously, that's the one thing that they don't want to hear. You know, like that's. That's kind of like what Lucilla was getting at before she yeah. died. You know, um, that's that's the bitter pill that they'll they that they refuse to swallow. Yes, that's it. Um, well said. I think outside of like the significance of you know Odrati's message and oh, does this connect to our society? Like, just the idea that we're at a point far enough in the future now where um you know x is on the decline like it it feels like this condemnation is like well you know it might take 50 years it might take five thousand years like we don't know what the scale is we don't know what the time frame here is but the fact that we're at a point where odrade can kind of like mark like this is the occasion like i see clearly that Mm -hmm. In, in some form, we're witnessing the end of the Ixians. Um, you know, that... It, they've, they've never been, like, the major players, but they've always had a, a role to play. Yeah. They've always been mm-hmm. a part of it. The fact that, it, at this point in the story, you know, they might be on the way out is also pretty interesting, you know? Um, I wonder if that 
was also maybe leaving the door open for something else afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like possibly. that he's, you know, you know, maybe we're kind of like getting some closure on the Ixians in some yeah. ways. I, I, I think we, we kind of swept over this pretty fast. And I mean, we, we, there might be a, a point to bring it back up, but um, that, that reminds me of just like getting closure. Like last book, Heretics, you know, there is some, you know, a few mentions of, of fish speakers here and there. Yeah. And we're like, because like, they played a huge role in God Emperor. And like, it was interesting that they were still around in some fashion. Um, but now, we, like, we, we do, beyond a shadow of a doubt, know what happened to them, you know? Um, and, like, I, I think that's super interesting just to think about how you go from fish speaker to honored maters. And also that, you know, like, fish speakers were. They, they were the followers of Lido, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, so many years in the future now, they are kind of like doing what he did, but without the same awareness. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's super, yeah, it's, it's super interesting to me that evolution. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, They've they've definitely like gone astray, right? Like without without their guidance, yeah, they're yeah, kind of like no let guidance. loose. Mm-hmm. Um, almost feels like what I think Paul has a vision when you know he imagines himself dying. And he's like, oh, no, that doesn't stop the jihad either. Like, they just they just go crazy without me and, and sweep yeah. through the universe. But, like, similarly, like, without without Leto, you know, the, the Honor Maters are really just on a different kind of jihad. Anyways. They are. They absolutely are, yeah. And, and I feel, I do think Leto, I'm pretty sure he does reference, you know, with them on their own after he's gone, you yeah. know. And, I mean, he, he doesn't spell it out for us but um there, there definitely were some things that were concerning to him about about them before he died and uh it just it's it's just interesting uh, you know to see how that uh mutated yeah yeah i hadn't thought about it like too much because like the the end of god emperor with leto's death and the beginning of heretics you know like we just we just get like one sentence to be like, yeah, yeah we went over 1,500 years. Yep. Like, of course, whatever happens in the wake of Leto's death must be insanity because to the characters of this universe, God is dead. God it's is like dead. You literally serve God and then you literally see God die. Yep. You're an order of like holy knights where your god has been murdered. I mean, like, how do you not end up as the automators? It makes yeah. kind of perfect sense it that does. they would just god is loose dead. into the corners of galaxies. Absolutely. And, and probably have to, you know, focus that into it probably just becomes, you know, rage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It 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 definitely seems like it does. Um yeah, just total collapse of 
of everything they believed in and lived for. It's yeah, that's just. I mean, imagine like how many suicides. Yeah, happened right after that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, fuck. If Duncan uh, didn't slice Nela in half, she probably would have done it herself. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. So absolutely. Nayla is such a fucking tragic character. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just man, that, that's that's one of Herbert's strongest, um, you know, skills is is like just how he can shape the arc of history in this universe. It's 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 so well done. It really is. Yeah, yeah. There's really strong cause and effect and you know you're right to to point out like it it did at first seem like we we kind of got that there was just no conclusion on the fish speakers and like there it's it's kind of like it's weird like at this point i feel like we know herbert's writing well enough where even if there wasn't any conclusion like that's the conclusion right you're like Mm -hmm. you don't really need to know yep but it is cool that he comes back to it after the fact. He he kind of he gives you like the retrospective, like yeah, the the honor maters are introduced as this separate, different thing, and then he connects it. But it doesn't feel, um, you know, contrived no way. or like an afterthought. It's not shoehorned in at all, right? Yeah, like it, it really feels like that was the intent. Like yep. you really believe that even when the the story doesn't tell you that. Like, I, I think that Herbert was, was very intentionally building to that the whole time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not like some huge revelation where, Oh my God, the fish speakers, but it does feel like there's like a narrative tightness. There's like a, a, a conciseness about it. That's For satisfying sure. because yeah. instead of broadening in ways that, that feels messy, it's, it's bringing those things together in a way that, uh, you know, shows like clear intention and and like understanding the story that he wanted to tell. Definitely, yeah. And and to bring it back around, like I do feel like that could have been um, something potentially in the seventh book for the Ixians, right? Kind of a background character that is dying out and what happens. So I I mean I don't know, but that's what that's what got yeah. me back on that track. Um, is is just kind of the 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 slow burning changes of 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 this other society that um, right this has been in the background for so long yeah yeah anything any any number of possibilities you know yeah. ixians from the scattering could come back completely different and totally and, like, yeah revitalize the whole society there, like, there's one other thing that and i i've thought i've thought about this a lot and this is kind of um off topic a little bit but um, they they often refer to people that go out into the scattering as going out into another universe. Yeah, and I don't think they that I think it's like a figurative thing, but it's always I've always noticed it. I'm like, are they saying that like there's like a multiverse? In you? <laughs> like because like I mean it's that would be weird. It um, would be, but uh, I guess it's they just go so far away that they just kind of like I don't know. It's not in their universe, but I swear to God, that's that's reference. That's multiple multiple times 
Yeah. It's it it said yeah they oh they 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 left this universe, um, so so that j- just just the verbiage there is is uh, interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. It's probably I guess one of the things that maybe I have kind of glossed over, but um, I. As far as I know, there's just one Duneverse. Yeah. But who knows? Um, one thing's for sure, you know, obviously the scattering is is left, like, very intentionally vague. And I like how big space feels in Dune. Absolutely. That, like, even, even if it's not meant to be taken literally, like, going far enough in, in any one direction is so close to being into another universe you might as well just call it that right like, yeah i mean that that's essentially how i have you know viewed it yeah but but i i always thought it was uh interesting how they referred to it it's cool though because a lot of times you know bring it back to star wars like i usually do but like there's there's kind of always a feeling in star wars that like pretty much the whole galaxy is mapped out. Like you might not, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll find new planets every now and then. Yeah. Like there's, there's discoveries to be made, but like, you know, people travel at fucking light speed, like hyperspace, you know? Yeah. You could go to wherever you want in the star Wars galaxy, pretty much whenever you feel like it. And you kind of know what's going to be there. But in Dune, even though they have fold space, Guild navigators and all that shit, all that crazy sci-fi stuff. M- most of space is is still a mystery. Even the technology, they don't even know how they use fold space. They just know that they can do it. So yep. even the act of doing it is like, they're just like, well, I don't know. And then they don't even fucking know what they're gonna find. They're just like going out into a into a fucking dark world. You know, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's like and it's cool how much of it is unmapped and unknown. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's super cool. And I, I, I much prefer that view of space and of the universe than it being like the like Earth. But, you know, on, on a bigger scale, like it's like I, I like it to be like unfathomably big. You know, that's like how I <clears throat> think of it. And um yeah, with the scattering, especially it it it, it, it that that is achieved um, perfectly. Totally. All right. Um, oh. Oh. Okay. There was one last thing I wanted to talk about in this chapter. When they're Odrade and the others, when they're in the. Uh, like lobby just waiting uh odrani mentions that there's automata in there Mm. which you know that's just robots she's saying there's robots in there and one i think that's i i like that because of course we know that that defies the great convention which doesn't matter at this point in the timeline Mm -hmm. Who cares? Yep. But enough of the characters we follow still still kind of, you know, Odrani mentions this. You know, they, they still uh, keep those traditions alive in avoiding, like, thinking machines or yes. building a machine in the likeness of man. Yep. Because it's, like, ingrained in their 
sells. Like, mm. it's so powerful that even though there is no great convention anymore, people just still don't do it because it's yeah. just normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but here on Junction, we have robots. Which one? It's like, yeah, this is... Automators didn't do that. That's probably all there from the Ixians. So you get, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. What what kind of feels like illegal machine use, and that's cool. But I like particularly that the honor maters are using them. Because I feel like it's another thing... Odrade has this... I feel like she had a line about it. I'm not going to go to it. But it, I feel like it's another thing that highlights the differences in, in how the Bene Gesserit and the Automators operate because of course the Automators would use robots. That's what they try to turn people into. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They just want, you know, they just want things to control. And of course a robot is like made in order to be controlled and mm-hmm. given orders. And that's that's all they want. They just want to be the ones giving orders. Yep. Whereas the Bene Gesserit, in this book at least, their whole deal is like giving people independence, you know, mm-hmm. like using people's differences. Like Odrade and Teg and Duncan and Merbella and Belanda like, and more, but just those five characters in and of themselves, all of them have their own goals, their own plans. They're all working together to achieve one end goal, but each of them, each of them also has their own personal plan that contradicts someone else's somewhere down the line, you know? And that's like last episode we were talking about, like Tig has this line, he says, like, oh, I'll do what you want, but not in the way you want me to do it, yep. you know? The Honored Maters would never accept that. Oh, They'd no be like, way. no, mm-hmm. you're going to do it, and you're going to do it the way I want to do it. Exactly. Like, there's just no room for any creative expression. There's no wiggle room. At, exactly. At all. And um, I, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I think it is this chapter, actually, where where this this quote is coming from let me see if i can find it but i like it um, oh yeah um yeah it's odrade talking to um sweep sweep hole who sweep hole oh right yep sweep hole yes the the uh the acolyte who she thinks is ready for the agony um yes. but is gonna die um and, and they're talking, you know, for the honor maters that are surveilling them. Um, she says, uh, note those Ixtians, their mind in a, de- in a de- deterministic universe has given way to mind in an unlimited universe where anything may happen. Creative anarchy is the path to survival in this universe. Oh, yeah. No wonder I, you focus yeah, I, I, I love that quote. Um, yeah. I think that's a great summation of uh, of the universe that herbert has built and also uh it's a great way to look at the universe we live in um where yeah it it is chaos um but um you know if 
if you it's it's just like yeah it's like dancing with with the universe you know in in uh and it's it's, it's exactly the lesson that Alito has has uh shown humanity and Odrade is I, I feel like Lita would be proud of Odrade because 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 she is living that lesson you know yeah and um so so yeah I mean I, I, I thought that was a really great succinct way of kind of summing up and that's that's definitely the difference between honored maters and Bene Gesserit, like, right, there, there's no wiggle room. Like, there's there's no room for that creativity, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, f- to them, it's very rigid and, um, you know, rule-oriented. Um, but, you know, rules are meant to be broken, and there's, there's exceptions to every rule, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. I just want to briefly go back to what you were saying about Lita would be proud of Odrade. I like the way you put that. I I don't think about this very often. The book doesn't draw that much attention to it. But you kind of laying it all out there like that really makes me think like, you know, it is so important that Odrade is an Atreides. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, really makes me think, like, of course we feel like we're following the Bene Gesserit, and indeed we are, right? Yep. But I, I think I've been viewing these past two books as, um, like, hey, the main characters are Bene Gesserit now. Whereas I think what Herbert is really getting at is, what if an Atreides were also a Bene Gesserit? Yeah. You know, where do you end up? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Yeah. Um, and, and of course, you know, how does that change the Bene Gesserit? And, like, we're seeing the, the consequences of that. Because, um, you know, if anyone else were Mother Superior right now, these things wouldn't be happening. And so, like, when we talk about Odrade's um, capacity for love and... And her appreciation of like other people's individuality, her ability to to, to lead and make those, uh, you know, like bold creative decisions, like that doesn't come out of nowhere. Like that's strictly because she's in the trade. Yeah, and uh, I I think we are we are seeing that like it's not only Leto's golden path where it's like oh humanity has like learned this lesson and they're carrying it into the future like they are you know that's that is true but also you know the Atreides blood still has its role to play even though it it feels so separated this far into the future and it's not just the uh the Siona gene right it's it's uh it's the personality traits that go with being in Atreides that Leto painstakingly made sure would never die out, you know? Um, and Odrade is, is a shining example of, of that never dying out. Yeah. And probably, probably we'll say probably once again, saving the universe or, you know, pushing the universe forward. This could be the real reason, uh, Leto did not destroy the Bene Gesserit. Right, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's like, oh, 
I knew they'd come in handy one more one yeah, more time. Right? You know, you guys, you guys are gonna suck for a long yeah. time, but <laughs> I'll give we'll you this need one you eventually. Yeah, eventually right? you'll come in use. Yeah. Once that, uh, yeah, the next like di- dictator uh, threat, you know, yeah, passes through the universe, you know. Leto's like, I'll be gone, but but who's left to to stand up against them? And it's like, oh, fuck, it's the Bene Gesserit. Yeah, okay. I know, I know. And I mean, hopefully once the Bene Gesserit are gone, there'll be some new organization that will take up the mantle. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. We, we, you know, Odrade is knocking on death's door. She is she seems pretty convinced that she's gonna die yes yep she's told it told everybody this is probably it for me um what do you think how do you think it's all gonna go down on junction oh it's funny thinking about patterns and 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 the way that breaking them is perhaps the way to go I'm thinking about that because my knee-jerk reaction is still to be like, you know what? Herbert's telling me that Odrade is going to die, so I think I might be getting set up for something else to happen. Mm-hmm. So because he's telling me Odrade is going to die, I think she might not die. Yeah. But like, I, I I realize at this point, reading through the Dune novels, that uh, the the most likely outcome is that she's going to die she's because she says gonna, she is. Yes, she's probably going to die. But it might not be how we think she's gonna die. <laughs> no, um, I think that's that's what I'm going with. No, uh, but yeah, I wonder. I think, I think it's it. I wonder if somehow Odrade's death is going to be a parallel to Teg's. Like when when Teg mm. dies on Rackus, facing off against the Armators he does something we don't know what it is um i wonder if odrade knows what that thing is and is planning on doing it uh or doesn't know what it is but but may inadvertently almost as like teg's daughter you know like kind of innately do something but i i I do think um it's possible that her death is is might might even give us more of an idea on on Tig because you know now yeah. we have Tig coming in yep. with the ships and probably just going to try and blow up the whole fucking planet right mm. like why not? Um, That's what he does. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think know. I think that that very well could happen. Um, I'm just waiting for her to showcase some crazy Atreides ability. Yeah. In the final hour, like 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 in the in like the last few hours of her life. Wait a second, yeah. I'm the Quasar Hatterack. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like something crazy like that. Um. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something nuts. But that's a good. Um, that is a good segue into the final chapter. It is. Let's talk about speaking that. of tag. Um, this is this is tag back in his element. 
Yes, commands. Commands. Yeah, at the command post, you know, uh, you know, now now refusing to to sit on saggy shoulders. <laughs> for now, for now. Yeah, for now. Yeah, <laughs> we get back there, but he gets back on that horse. But, but when yeah. he's in command, he's in command. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this this is a this is a good chapter. Um. A lot of a lot of uh very descriptive battle details yeah definitely an action heavy chapter which we rarely get yeah this might i mean this is one of the only action action oriented chapters in this entire book i think Mm, yes heretics was obviously loaded with action and this is this was very much yeah heretics had a lot more yeah for sure um yeah this this was cool i i especially like it because it feels like a siege you know yeah. it's not so much about you know what are the individual soldiers doing like i mean i it's just like these massive warships like you know this is like this is like star destroyers and you know and, this, and, and yes. tag is commanding like this you know these like giant ships it almost feels like this is it, a very it's star like wars evil chapter. combat yeah this is a very star wars chapter yeah and honestly one of the only one of the only parts of of all six books that I feel like could be inspired by Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. The only one that could be. It could, Obviously, yeah. Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars doesn't have a, you know, uh, a copyright on space battles. Those are things that happened before Star Wars was around, right. so whatever, right. but but anyways, yes, this this did remind me of Star Wars. Yeah. It it made me think of uh, I don't think this is really going to do anything for you, but since we're talking about it, it made me think of like, um, kind of like seventies through nineties sci-fi anime was really big on um, usually having just these huge fucking ships because especially for the Japanese, like when they thought of their spaceships, they were really thinking of um, like naval ships. Mm. Uh, There's a better word for that that I can't think of. Battleships. Yes. Battleships. Yes. Battleship Galactica. Yeah. And, uh, And so a lot of times in those anime, you would get like a lot of shots of like the commander on the bridge you know, and then like all the giant laser cannons and shit, and uh, it felt very reminiscent of that. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know nothing of what you're referencing, but it sounds yeah. like it's very similar. It's okay. It does. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely yeah, I like all the action stuff, um, the ship battles, and then sure enough, Tig does land on Gamu. Sends out all the troops, you know, watching all the the battle kind of happen, and then takes on his way out, and then Merbella like fucking like go like controls the entire communication yes. system of the entire ship. Yeah, she, so Tag is like, what the fuck is going on? She grabs him by the balls. Yeah, she takes control. Yeah, and makes them go rescue none other than. The rabbi. 
and Rebecca. And Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And Joshua. Don't forget Joshua. I don't think... I, I think they just left Joshua. No. Right? Yeah, he, he, they just left him. No, no. There's mm-hmm. a group. They say... They don't They don't name drop him, but they say they got, like, the whole group. They, they say they have... Yeah, they, well, they did not mention Joshua again. There is a group. I'm assuming that they left Joshua behind. Come on. Joshua's in there. All right. Old Joshy boy. I think he's. I think he's. You, gone. you think they would forget? They, they uh, forgot about him. Yeah. You think they would forget Oshkosh by Josh? I don't think so. He went for a nap, but they just forgot to wake him up. Maybe. Possible. That's that's my head cannon. It's it's probably very cozy in those uh, no chambers. Yes, I think so. Um, but yeah, this is how we get. These uh, these two worlds to collide. We mm-hmm. finally have Rebecca and the other Jewish characters meeting back up with you know the Bene Gesserit. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't even really thinking about that. I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking like oh yeah these two parties like still have to rendezvous. That wasn't even on my mind at this point in the book. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah, like, of course they have to, right? Isn't that, isn't that what we've been yeah. building towards? Like, um, so that kind of goes back to, like, I was saying, oh, maybe the faint on Gamu is so this can happen, this and that. But, but either way, I think it's cool that it does happen. I like that they're all together. And then I, I like... Mirbella's um, power struggle with Teg. Because even at the end, when Teg is back on um, Sweepole's shoulders, you mean or stri- saggy, 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 sorry, yeah, saggy, saggy yes. shoulders, um, you know, he's just about to like go up and introduce himself and be like, oh, welcome to my ship. I'm the Bashar commander, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm super important, and I'm the one who did everything, and this and that. And Mirbella just shows up out of nowhere, walks right by him, and is like, like, hey, you know, I'm kind of a big deal around here. Yep. Like. Yep. Yeah, she took charge fucking fast. Yeah. Like, right, the the second Odrade left, she's like, okay. Yeah. I'm the head bitch now. Yeah, and that's... That's definitely saying something to to be able to fluster and undermine Tig. Oh yeah, like that. absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, she is Mother Superior material. I'd have she to say. she definitely is. Yeah. I mean, could you see Shiana doing that? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, I don't know. Kind of pissed me off. <laughs> like, I don't want Tag to be undermined. Like I, yeah, I like Tag, yeah. but I also like Marbella. So I mean, it's just yeah, I know she she's just coming in to fucking uh, stomp on your masculinity. Pretty right? much, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great reminder. Yeah. No, I um. Yeah, I I don't know. It was well done. You know, I'm glad Mirbella has a chance to do that. You know, I don't really know. I I don't know. I'd like to think that um, 
Tig is is kind of just like really caught off guard. And I, I, I think that um, he will come to have a respect for Mirbella rather than just being like, you know, who, who, who do you think you are? Like, yeah, I, I think it's just more like um, not being prepared for really anyone in the entire sisterhood to be able to like fill that vacuum so readily. And then she does. And it's like, OK, I mean. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Tag would have taken that from Odrada either. No. You know? Well. Well. You know, the one thing he says is is uh, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you remind me of Mother Superior, and and then uh, Rebella's like, no, I'm even worse. Yeah. Like, yes. Or like, exactly. yeah, you're you're just as bad as Mother Superior. I'm even yeah, worse. That's totally so, it. Yep. So so that's that's saying a lot. Um. Yeah. It it's uh. I mean, it makes me like. Marbella at the same time as like I'm upset for Tag to be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> this yeah. is like first big battle back and he's being undermined but um speaking of Tag though he he's still hiding the fact that he can see no ships he is yes um and kind of just like trying to naturally like um you know throw in like his his new strategy so it seems like it was organic you know how we got to from point A to point B. Right. This is how I really know where they are. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and he, he was like, yeah, you know, if a Bene Gesserit was here, if like your ever mother was here, they'd be able to tell that I'm like withholding information. Yeah. But since, you know, it's only the peons on this ship, like they, yeah. you know, they, they, they won't know the difference, but I, but I wonder if Mirbella will find him out. At some point. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. I wonder if she'll realize that something is is up. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it it I didn't uh, think about that, but it does feel like this could be set up for that for sure. Um, and Tag's all worried. He's like, "Oh man, if they find out, they're gonna like, you know, pretty much force me to breed and do weird experiments on me." Yeah, yeah. They're gonna Pete. like rip that gene out of my fucking body. Yes, absolutely. And that's a very real fear. I, it is. I, I would not. I mean, and now that the crappy thing is, is that like, because at the end, that was at the end of his life. He was like, he found that out. But now he has like a whole life ahead of him. Yeah. If he survives this battle, like he's a fucking 10 year old boy now. You know, it's like he is like an entire life left of subservience to the Bene Gesserit potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a pretty uh, scary prospect. Yeah. Although, I mean, potentially not. Because mm. he said to Adrade, you know, I'm going to be leaving here with your permission, so... Yes, true. True, true, true. We don't totally know what Tag has up his sleeve we don't. here. We don't. Yeah. I mean, we're still in the same position. We, like, we, we know slightly more than we did last episode, but, like, we're still in the position where, like, we don't know anyone's plan 100 percent yet yeah um and now even even nodrade knows shiana's plan because she shared with her and it seemed to have disturbed her more than it disturbed uh tamalane yeah and and it makes her even think like yeah marbella i think marbella is the choice for mother superior yeah true but one thing she said that uh, that is is worth noting is like uh, 
She's like, yeah, you know, well, I didn't warn Marbella about it, so I must, I must be letting it happen, you know? Right. I, I don't like it, but yeah, I, I, I kind of accept it, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, which, which is, is even more interesting, and I wonder how that affects Marbella. Um, I guess as the potential mother superior, it would, but if, if maybe it implicates her directly, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of oh, a lot of unknowns. Yeah, going into this. Yeah, then the you know truly final stretch. And and um, I forget. I don't know when the fuck this this is. What chapter it's in? If it, if it's in one of the last ones or not. But Duncan is kind of like he's he's like the weapons advisor or whatever. But but he's he's like assisting them from way back in the no ship. And um, but he, I forget if it's if it's at this point or if it's when he finds out um, Odrade's plan. But but um, you know he he's like, well, you know, that settles it. Like like one way or another, I'm gonna lose Marbella. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, it doesn't even matter if she loves him or not, or is going. You know, it's 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 gonna be a separation regardless because of whatever is happening yeah yeah very i'm i'm very interested in filling in those blanks to see mm. i mean does he does he mean if she's a mother superior then then there's no way they could be together but maybe does it i mean some sort of separation i, I don't know i don't know maybe yeah it's weird because like it feels like we also have to be considering like you know duncan's a mentat of course, and he's he's just working with the available data he has. Yes. Yep. Um, if that's his prime projection now, like, you know, what if he's not factoring in the the changes to the Bene Gesserit that you know f- you know feels like they they are coming? You know, like yeah. If we really are going to get a, a form of the Bene Gesserit that is going to try and accept love. I mean, maybe Duncan and Mirbella together as a couple with Mirbella as Mother Superior leading the Bene Gesserit, like that, that could also very well be like the, the showcase, you know, Absolutely. that could be Absolutely. kind of like the guiding thing. Like, Hey, like this is the leader. I was chosen. I, I've proven myself and I love, and yep. I have this relationship. Like it's, you can too. It's the new Siona and Duncan. Yeah, yep. Um, and in time, maybe there'll be love. Maybe. I don't expect that to be the route this is heading in, but as as with most things, it still it still feels like it's an option. You know that if. If Herbert so chose, the story can go in that direction, and it would make sense. Um, but I, I don't really think it is going to. I do think Duncan and Marbella are going to be separated, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah, we shall see. We shall. This was... Are we nearing three hours? This is a lot. This is yeah. I I haven't even clocked it mentally, but yeah, it's two hours forty six minutes. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is we were talking about like 
fucking Mario for like 30, 30 minutes at the beginning. Was, we had a long yes. opening dance. Yes, you did so, go on that that rant. It was that was a long time you spent on that Mario thing? Maybe the episode can be like "fuck a me, a Mario." That's a good one. What do you think of that? I like that. I'm gonna write that down. Fuck a me, <laughs> Mario. Okay. Fuck, fuck a me. You fuck need a me. So it's like fuck hyphen a yes hyphen yep, me. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. So, comma. I don't know Mario. <laughs> it's a maybe. Put an exclamation mark at the end, though, too. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Right. Okay, right. You wouldn't want to deliver that just flat. Or, or, or okay, what, what if it's this? Fuck me. Okay, I can't do the fucking accent. I can't do the accent. I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, you're I'm really bad. Do I can't but do go, the accent. But go for it. I want to hear it. Fuck me, uh, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I mean, that's not bad, but I, I feel like... It's kind of like the family Atreides. <laughs> Atreides. Atreides. We kind of lose it. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. You like if you did it's a me Idaho like mm. that that would that would come across. Yes, you could that's read that true. and understand it. But people don't it's recognize not, not people, as funny. people don't recognize Mario as you know when you go fuck me. That's not like a Mario. <laughs> it's, not like a, it's not like a kitchen sink Mario thing. Everyone knows. No. Not yet, anyways. Well, yeah, we we could we could spearhead that movement. We may we very well may be uh, making history right now. Mm-hmm. All right, close us out. All right, do the, um, do the stuff. I think that's it for us tonight, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Um, if you liked what you heard, please rate review like subscribe we're nearing the end this is crazy um if you have anything to say get at us on our twitter we're at dune dudes pod come for the dune stay for the dudes and the memes um if you want to email us you can do that at dune dudes pod at gmail.com we are also on twitter and instagram at corrupted tv and we'll see you very shortly because we're doing these bi-weekly now or no no um double weekly (laughs) two episodes a week (laughs) is what i mean um and as always until next time Uh, hey guys it's me chris pratt Uh, fuck me (laughs) no 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 (laughs) okay